Do you know when I first started working here? Um, it was like week one, and uh, I was with this one kid who was working here, and I thought Cliff had left the office, and I thought it was just me and the guy Joe. We on stand? Uh, yes, we are live. You want to keep going? So, all right. So it was the first week that I was working at at G Fuel, and it was just me, Cliff, our CEO, and one other guy. And I thought Cliff had left the office, so I thought it was me and this guy Joe, and I kept meowing. I was meowing for like 15 minutes in my office, just going, meow, meow. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like 10 minutes later, I just hear Cliff scream, is there a fucking cat in the office? <laughs> and I, I like, my heart like stopped. I was like, this is my first week on the job, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I was like, is. no, that, that was me. <laughs> I was like, I, I thought you were Joe. Sorry. And he was like, what? <laughs> I just didn't say anything. Uh, we got, uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to uh, another episode of Menace and the Man. What's the stand? Episode 62? 62. 62. Uh, today we're joined by Sal Trujillo. Triolo. I like to say it. I like to say it. Trujillo. You just got me saying my name wrong. What do you um, call yourself? Sirloin Sal? Sirloin Sal. Sirloin Sal, a.k.a. A. Sally Pots and Pans. A.k.a. A.k.a. Mysterious Bobby. A.k.a. Sally Boy. A.k.a. Sally, how you doing? Sally, how you doing? A.k.a. Sally Bag of Donuts. A.k.a. Salamander. A. Okay. Oh, I, I gave you that one, Salamander, didn't my, I? My dad calls me Salamander, oh, too. Oh, fuck him. And then we got Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace. No one cares about you, Stan. Well, welcome everyone to episode 62. Um, Sal, we've had you on the show before. This is your second appearance. Um, What is your position at G Fuel again? I'm the chief partnership officer. So uh, I handle all the business development, all the partnerships, B2B partnerships, uh, like um, Bandai Namco and the WWE and all the uh, companies that we kind of collaborate with and make flavors and cool activations with. That's kind of like my my realm. And um, today we did a little... So G Fuel sponsors the show. So does Great South Bay Brewery. So so Sal gave me a G Fuel. I went old school. He gave me the powdered one. Where I think this is Blue Raz. And then I gave Sal a... Uh, a uh, Great South Bay Brew, uh, the Session IPA. What do you Session. think? I really like IPAs a lot. That one is really St- – Stan doesn't like IPAs, and uh, the owner at uh, GSB Brewery gave that to Stan. Stan's like, I don't like IPAs. Stan has a little bit. Like, I'm liking a lot of the IPAs from I like Great this South one. Bay. I like even this one, the Blood Orange Pale Ale. Yeah, that one's so, pretty good. Love-hate relationship for me now because I'm actually, like, as I'm getting older, I'm developing more and more of an allergy to, like, beer. I don't know if I've it's, been like, noticing that. Like, people... I don't know if it's the hops or what, but after, like, two, I can't breathe. I'm so stuffy, and I love, like, a good beer, too, like a nice cold, like, IPA. Oh, it's amazing. So it kind of stinks. But. I've been noticing that. Like, Stan, how many friends do you have now? Like, yeah, man, I got allergies or I'm allergic to this. I'm like... Did you used to be allergic to that? No, no. I don't know. It's like I in your our older beers age. All throughout college. Not it's like many. we're getting weird. Why? Well, have you had that menace? A lot of your friends I mean, are not me, but like my younger brother is like now, you know, he's got a gluten allergy. Well, he's got to take like a medicine before he eats gluten. I'm like, what? I, what, what you so I have a gluten so allergy now. And you know that who, could be it? You know who Jared Cannonier is? Yeah. Men, um, Sal? Uh, no. You don't know Wait. Jared Cannonier? 
He's like a surging middleweight. Black dude. Who did he, who did he knock out last? Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's got like an afro. He's beating uh, Anderson Silva. He's beating yeah. a few guys. Yep. Okay, yeah. I know who you're we talking about. We getting him about. on right now? Yeah, let me just jump oh, let's in. Let's get him that. on. Get him on, dude. Welcome him back to. Wait, I want to talk about gluten though. We can get into it with Jared. Yeah. Jared. Jared, what's up, bruv? Hey, it's going good. How you guys doing? What's there up, it Jared? is. Now you got all of us. How there are you? you? Welcome back to Medicine <clears throat> the Man. What's going? I'm doing good. How's it going, fellas? Good. How are you today? Doing good. It's doing good. You guys look cold up there. <laughs> it's not warm. It's cold. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is not warm. Sal's yeah. a little overdressed for what we got going well, on. Well, he's right got now. a moose knuckle jacket. You know, have you ever heard of the brand new moose knuckle? I've heard of a moose knuckle. I've never heard Ooh. of a brand. Moose well, <laughs> it's like an eight hundred and you know fifty dollar jacket. So he's <laughs> he's on set flexing on everybody. It's it's a very it is nice. It's a yeah, warm it's a jacket. Nice. Yeah. He works for G Fuel. You know, I guess he's the, you know G Fuel's doing well. <laughs> See if they can send me a sponsorship or something. Well. He, he would that. be the guy. This might be the guy to talk to. Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's, Hit me up on, on Instagram. We're going to hook up. So, I got you. Who do you guys do now? Just Wonder Boy and Menace <clears throat> and the Man, right? Yeah. Uh, Wonder Boy. Uh, Chris Wade. Chris Wade as well. Chris. So a few UFC guys, yeah. MMA guys. Yep. So the biggest thing for us is, I mean, when we were still like hardcore into the sports and nutrition industry, uh, we had MMA guys left and right, but as we started transitioning into gaming, now you know our focus is on the gamers. And uh, but some of these fighters play games, so it, it, it works out. Jared, do you game? I'm gaming right now, actually. Oh, what do we got on? <laughs> is that Kakarot? I'm playing. Yep, that's it. How do you like it so far? I didn't start oh, it yet. Oh man, it's everything you would think a, a Dragon Ball Z action RPG would be. So it's it's pretty good so far. That's that's everything that they said it was going to be too. They were like, it's basically like reliving your childhood almost. Yeah. Do, so um, right do you, now, I just I'm at the point where I'm uh, where Goku is fighting Vegeta. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Do, so you're still kind of in the beginning. Yeah. Same do you side. stream? I want to. I mean, I bought a, comp- a gaming computer and everything, but uh, I just don't have the time right now or the okay. money to uh, to get that thing set up. Um, because um, because I mean. Before I got into streaming, G Fuel actually like held my hand and showed me how to do it. That's the business really? they're in, basically. Yeah. So I mean, that could be G something Fuel? like, hey, they could show you, hey, buy this, buy that. They could yeah. put you with some some guys, and uh, what they could do for like host some of your streams or something like that, or have you on as a guest streamer. Are you good? I mean, I, I don't suck, <laughs> but I, I play at this point. At this point, at this uh. At this point in time, I play mostly uh, action adventure one player games. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really, I don't play that's, Call of Duty or Fortnite. Or, yeah, that's that's the life I'm about. That's what I like too. I like games like Fallout, The Witcher, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Menace. So I'm waiting for Final Fantasy VII to come out. I'm gonna be spending oh, yeah. most of my uh, time in that. Yeah, that, you get I'm, into I'm those waiting, Menace. I'm waiting for Cyberpunk. No, because the thing yeah. is, like with those single adventure, like sometimes you gotta really like. I'll do as much as I can do. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know where to go next. And I'll go and like retrace my steps. I'm like, I still don't know. And then they want you to buy a book of how to do it. I'm like, yeah. I don't so, want some that Some of them shit. are like really like extensive where you could get lost for sure. Like yeah. like Fallout 4 was like that. There's just so much to do. Menace is into shooting motherfuckers. Yeah. That, and also like in those single player adventure games, if you don't do good, it's like you suck. 
Now, when I'm playing against other people, if I don't do good, it's because they're cheating and it's bullshit. <laughs> so you so you don't like one player games because you don't want to be accountable for yourself. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. Hey, like if we was as a team, it's like, Stan, hold your weight over there, you piece of shit. Had you been there to shoot the guy who shot me, we'd still be alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It keeps going that. And I mean, for like, I play, like, I guess as one player is against, like, some, like, need for speed action where I'm in there just trying to get my cars better and shit like that. I'm racing. Um, but if I'm shooting people, I want to, like, let's go, boys. Yeah. Let's get in there. Get so, wild. I don't I don't like the shooting games because I think they, uh, they desensitize people to shooting and stuff like that. So, I disagree. I think, I think it's bad parenting. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying we have more gun violence because of video games. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of them people. But I do think if you see enough of something, it will desensitize you to it. So yeah, that's where know, like parenting it, comes in. And like because it's um, scientifically proven. So oh yeah, and I think it is. Huh? Oh yeah. How many shootings are there in China? Those motherfuckers are so good at video games. <laughs> but anyway, right? I'm, I don't want to get into that. That's a whole right. different debate right, right there. What? <laughs> well, right? Is there a lot of shoes in China? I have no nothing about China, but me either. But I just that's what's up. Not. Jared Cannonier is a gamer. We weren't expecting that. Yeah. yeah. Right before we got you on, I was schooling Sal on some of the asses that you've kicked recently and how you're surging in the middleweight division. Da yeah. Dave Branch, Jack Hermanson, Anderson Silva, who everybody knows. And now I see um, Darren Till. Is this official? No, um, I think it would have been official by now. But he didn't want the he's smoke. Trying to get more money, he's trying to get more money for it. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, yeah, um, yeah, we're in that we're in that uh, seat right now. So, we'll, hopefully, they figure something out, or they just sign it. I mean, I don't want to get on. on I don't want to get on social media and start telling him, "Look, man." And tell him how I feel about it. Yeah. But, um, you know, hopefully, so, I mean, I'm just trying to get a fight. I want my fight. It's a contender's fight. If that's not enough reward for him to say yes to the uh, to the uh, opportunity, because at first he was he was getting scheduled to fight fight Jack Hermanson. You know what I'm saying? Probably for a shot at the shot at the shot at the title. Yeah. But right here, it could be. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they gave to him, but for me, it's my contender's fight. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Good. and even you versus him is one hundred percent a contender fight because yeah. he just, he just beat Kelvin. Yep, he's number five. I'm number four. Why can't that be a contender's fight? Yeah. As far as the rankings go, as far as the rankings go. Yeah, one of the reasons why I retired is because like I'm so far away from the title. Like, could I stay? Could I have stayed in the UFC and made money? Yeah, but like I'm not. I wasn't fighting for money. I was fighting for a fight. And you you you're starting to see that more and more these days. I get it. You have so many fights. You have so many years. Make the best out of it. I get it. But win those motherfucking fights. Get that title, and then you you know the money's gonna come. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Chris Weidman, yeah. one of the most badass things he ever did was like re up my contract. Nah, let me go fucking knock this motherfucker out for the title, and then we'll re. I'm like. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a true. boss move, but like risky too. It doesn't always yeah, work out. That way. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, he believed in his shit. He wasn't like, nah, I'm not gonna fight him. Let me get some more money first. Yeah, you know, 
Like a real like fighter that. fights anybody, anywhere, anytime. Like the money will come. Just fight more that year if you want more money. Yeah. You know? He did believe in himself and he made that happen too. So um I agree. I'm, I feel I feel the exact same way. I believe in myself one hundred percent. Um, I've said it before. It's going to be for the title eventually. So, um, you know. Now, when were you guys it. tentative for? March, right? Yeah, March 7th. Is that that same card as Adesanya Romero? Yep. And I heard they just put Brunson and Edmund Shabazian on it. So it's going to be a nice little middleweight affair on that card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you noticed that they do that? They put guys that they kind of want to match up later on yeah. on the same card. So, like, hey, you guys fought at the same time. You guys are going to be ready. I've seen that a lot. Like, me and some, me, I think me and Philly fought on the same card one time. And next fight, I fought Philly, you know? Yeah. yeah. And even now, the, think- the UFC is in that mode of. They put a middleweight fight on the undercard of the middleweight title fight in case right. something happens. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Backup plan. There you go. Yeah, that's is is nice. It works as a backup plan. It works for marketing purposes. Uh, people see all these middleweights who could potentially fight each other, so they get to uh, yeah. see them all fight, and then and you guys you know, on the same like schedule. Yeah, they see. It's smart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that so, it's real smart. That young buck Edmund though, he he's good. That kid. But I think he might still be young. Like he hasn't got to that that next level of competition where the guys are a little tougher. Um, I don't know. Like like you say, he he's undefeated. Shit, he's looked good in all of his fights. You know, it's all of the fights that I've seen. I think he's fought in the UFC what two or three times. Yes, I, I think he's three and zero or two and zero. Three and zero UFC. So that's impressive in itself. Yeah. So um, I'm three and zero in the middleweight division. And, uh, you know, everybody's talking about me now. So um, he's doing all the right things. And, uh, again, he's looking good doing it. So, um, you know, hats off to him. And uh, uh, maybe I'll meet him at the top one day. And, Sal, I don't know if you know this, but you originally came in as a lightweight, right? Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Who, who me? Yeah. Yeah, I was a heavyweight. When he I came, came as a heavyweight, oh, wow. fought at lightweight. Now he's still crushing it. Well, at... light heavyweight. Light heavyweight, yes. Yeah. That would have been an amazing jump had you gone from heavyweight to lightweight. That would have lightweight been to middle BJ Penn. Yeah, fuck off. That would have been some crazy yeah. shit. Some BJ, yeah, some BJ Penn shit. BJ Penn did yeah. that, right? He fought at heavyweight. No, did he? No. Yeah. Light yeah. heavyweight, no? BJ fought Machida at heavyweight, right? Oh, that's right? right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's crazy oh. to fight at lightweight and heavyweight. That's I remember cool. I remember I, I was I was getting ready to fight a Brazilian dude, right? At 155, this motherfucker shows up uh, 20 pounds overweight. And the and the commission in Pennsylvania is like, what do you want to do? You want to fight him? I'm like, <laughs> well, BJ Penn fought Machida. Like, I'll fight this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I think. Did he, you did you fight him? Yeah, he armbarred me. And I fucking slammed him on his head. And then, like, he was, like, stunned. I TKO'd him in the first round. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, okay. He was like, I don't know what happened. I got on a plane. I was 155, and I get here, and now I'm 175. And my trainer was like, would you eat fucking pizza and soda the whole flight? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sleepwalking, eating food. I don't know what happened. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> so now a little bit of a log jam, too, at middleweight. We got uh, Costas kind of, I don't know if he's injured, playing games. The doctor didn't clear him, whatever. But now Romero is jumping into this. So, so here's how I here's how I see how I see that whole situation. We've seen this before. With guys earn their earn a title shot, they get injured and they come back expecting that title shot to still be there for them. Um, 
I think depending on how things develop in the next couple of months, I don't think it's going to be there for him. Yeah. I think it's going to be me next in line for it. So, um, so get in line. I hate it. I hate Stay it. Healthy. I Stay hate healthy it. And get in line. But it's a, the squeaky. Actually, it's not necessarily the squeaky wheel gets the oil. It's like how many followers you have, which I think is complete bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't stand that, man. It takes away from the, uh, the actual, like, like, that's what I loved about wrestling. Like, there was yeah. a tournament. You won, you advanced. That's how, it wasn't like, yeah. well, I only beat him by two points, but he has, you know, 20,000 more followers than me. He gets the next round. Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It's, it's you know, it, it, it takes, you know, it's the different levels of the, of the, the business. You know what I'm saying? But I think it diminishes the, uh, the, uh. The rankings. I hate to say it, the purity of the sport. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It already it's already compromised that of the martial art itself. Because if you don't but, mind you know me answering, I mean I can look it up it right turns, now. It, it turns it takes a martial art from a sport from martial arts to sport from a sport to a uh, to a fucking job. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It becomes a job. If I ain't trying to, you know, well you're, you're not an actor. No hell. Like, no. Now you're in an entertainment. You know because. Like, uh, if you don't mind me asking, I can look it up anyways. Like, what do you make per fight? Uh, my contract now, my next fight will be 100 and 100. Which is pretty dope. 100, 100. So if you fought six times, what's that? And, and one. Now, this is a new contract, right? Well, this is my third fight on a new contract. All right, all right. Yeah. And what, are they, what have they been bumping you up? 20 every fight? Well, I went from my initial contract to 50-50, and then I earned this new contract starting in 90-90. Okay. And then they're so bumping I'll... you up five a fight? Yeah. All right. Just wondering. I know men. Like, like those guys that want more money, like, go find a PFL then. Yeah, that's an option me, as well. Me, you know, with me, I let my managers do all that, worrying about how much I should get paid. Yeah. I know how much I'm worth. Yeah, and I and I prove that, and I and I give the UFC no other choice but to throw money at me. Yeah, and it's, it's the same way they did. It's the same thing Conor McGregor did. They had no other choice. What he has going for him that that, that I don't do is run my mouth. I don't do all the talking and right. marketing and pushing myself like the way he has done. What did, my fighting style? My yeah. fighting style speaks I for itself. It's just as good. Definitely not as diverse. He does he does a lot more kicks, but I think I'm just I'm I'm more effective than he is. I think my fighting style is more better. To, is more uh, exciting to watch than his. I think I'm, um, I think I'm just a different animal than he is in the yeah. Anybody, and I'm not trying to compare myself to Conor McGregor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Conor McGregor is a fucking man. I ain't trying to take anything away from him. But for me and how I view myself, you know what I'm saying? I hold myself above everyone else, and that's why I say I'm my only uh, competition. That's why I only compete with myself, um, and that's just it. So. Um, Again, hats off to that man for doing his thing and achieving all the success he has achieved. I'm still in. I'm still trying to get to that point. I'm, if it, it, at the very least, I'm trying to surpass that. But yeah. I'm not really trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? That shit's gonna come. I'm just doing what the hell I love to do, and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. So that yeah. last that last fight, the lead up to it, you know, for McGregor. Or yeah, my... yeah, yeah, McGregor. I was from an athlete's point of view. I was like, "Yep, awesome." Good, but like from the entertainment sports view, when I was expecting, I'm like, yeah, Yo, you're being kind of a bitch right now. Like, are you gonna tell Sean you're gonna bounce his face off the canvas like a fucking dead corpse and like he doesn't have a chance? You're like, no, nah, I respect that man. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never heard that from you before. I just yeah. wasn't. I was like, 
What the fuck's going on? You guys are like jerking each other. I, for one, yeah, was completely weird. understand it. This man has a son, and he's also been. Hang on, like I said, life from, life a, him. from a you know athlete and a father, I was like, okay, but the you know I was like a little hype about him, like saying some like witty yeah. shit. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> people know? started looking forward to you know. He still, talking, to so. be honest, I still saw bits of that old Connor in him. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit more mild. Also, not as boisterous. He doesn't have to do that no more. He yeah. already has everything he needs. Yeah, he ain't got yes. that. But I still see shades of the old Connor in this new demeanor that I can definitely more. I can respect this new demeanor more. Yeah. He's not trying as hard to there, to you know get that. There comes to a point that you don't need to do the talk in the market yourself anymore right like guys like gsp and randy couture they stayed like so humble yet they still had the same kind of like cult fan base that that connor had and they really yeah. their their fighting spoke for itself and people you know started to take uh they definitely took pride in like the way they acted so you don't always need that that talking game but it helped like the diaz brothers were known for talking all that and in the beginning i feel like they definitely had more haters than the followers, but then eventually yeah. you started to like the the trash talking. You were like, all right, they're they're a couple of badasses, so it was kind of cool. But then the, even Nate start, I feel like, isn't as bad as like it used to be. You know, it started to calm down a little bit. I think, especially you know, you have a daughter, right, Jared? Yeah, we got two. Yeah, I think Connor had a daughter. You yeah. have a daughter. I know. I mm -hmm. I don't have any kids, but I know once you have a daughter, it kind of changes you a little bit. Oh, hundred percent. Different than Hang a on. son. My boys made me softer. Uh, yeah. I felt. Oh, a kid. I'm like, man, if I had a daughter, I'd probably be like, uh, like yeah, a, a, a kid. A kid. Period is gonna water humble balloon. you and soften you yeah, up a little bit. Now I watch everything I do. Now you remember I used to have all those oh, crazy yeah. funny videos on social media, and then yeah. as soon as I had kids, I was like, hey, I gotta delete these. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel having a daughter will affect how you carry yourself out in the. In the uh, out in the public more. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. I think the son is definitely going to affect you uh, internally. I think having a daughter affects you internally, but, but more so externally because, especially for a man, because you want your daughter to see the right man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? To, you want to be the right man that your daughter is going to uh, appeal to. Mm -hmm. Oh, for so, sure. Um, I think it affects men more uh, externally in, in that regard. Also, I know it has me. So not to say that I grew up disrespecting women. You know, I was raised by women, so I have a... a, a a profound respect for women. So, um, yeah. That being said, you know, um, I, again, I like this new con. I like, I like the uh, energy. He's, I like the energy he's uh, bringing. He's portraying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, oh. It seems a lot more authentic to me. Um, for me, it's more palatable. Yeah. Let me just put it like that. So. Yep. Now they say guys that did girls dirty or were a dog have daughters. Were you a dog? No, not Back at all. Day? Sal. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm surprised I'm a daughter. I don't know. I no, <laughs> no, I've always been a gentleman. Yeah, I'm surprised Menace doesn't have Denise, you're, Danielle. You're definitely like, having like... Uh, all girls, yeah. yeah. I'm not having no kids. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, to be honest, I, I, I didn't I didn't have the... Uh, what's the word? I guess you can call it the confidence. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really associate with uh, females too much. You know, I grew up mostly boys in my household, so I didn't really know how to associate or communicate with females outside of what the media shows you. You know the bullshit the media shows you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I didn't have that. Uh, I didn't think, I, I don't think I was necessarily um, honed to uh, associate, socialize with, with uh, the female gender. 
Yeah. You know, well, my older brother. You know, I, I learned. I learned as I live. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. You go out there in the world. You're going to be exposed to certain people and certain yeah. things. So yeah. um, I'm learning. You know, every day is is a, is a new new opportunity to learn something new. So. Yeah. Well, my older brother was like a player. He had moves. He, you know, he had the different girls and like arms oh, over. You know, and he also was a great athlete. So like, growing up, it was like. I got to beat all of his, like, standards in, like, athletics. Like, his mile time, beat that shit. Like, you know, football, <laughs> beat that shit. And I'm like, yo, Dean, how many girls? Like, I got this many, you know. Or look at this one. Yeah. Yo, Dean, drop me off. I got I to take care of it, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to blame that on Dean. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've changed I'm, my ways. I'm, I have kids I'm, now. I'm, I'm, you know, I know some playboys and stuff, and I've seen them. That and, was a young menace. You know. 18 want to years old them and you know being in a position there and you know coveting and envy and all that bullshit but um i'm older now you know i see for what it is and um i want to teach myself i want to be better i want to teach my children to be better especially sure. my son so you know what it is too with connor why well, he's probably not the same boisterous connor on top of the kids and family well, he life drinking well, he stopped drinking for a few months but he's got cases out there so if he acts like an <laughs> asshole when he goes into court for these cases, the judge is going to be like, yo. It's not a good look. Who yeah, the it's fuck not a good are you? look. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have some of your merchandise, but. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he'll yeah. be in court, and the judge will be like, look how the fuck you're acting, you know? <laughs> in Ireland? He's got cases in Ireland. He punched the old dude. He broke. The only one I think he has settled is the broken phone. He, like, paid that guy off when he right. broke the phone in Miami. How much did that cost, do you think? I don't know. You can I, give me a hundred grand. I'm like, oh, first. I believe it was kind of cracked, anyways. Yeah, I believe he paid the guy off, and the guy dropped the charges. But you then, know. well, he's got he's definitely got other issues. So yeah. Hopefully he, he I mean, hopefully they. Uh, mm. We gotta get know, Michael Kiesa back hopefully, on. Hopefully, justice will be served. The right justice, righteous justice. If he's right, then he. Sh I hope he's exonerated. And if he's wrong, you know he's you know. Yeah. Deserve needs to be punished or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As the face that of MMA, I hope he's balance. innocent and everything. You know, you don't want yeah. that bad black eye. I always eye. hope the best for people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, want, I don't want I don't you know, you don't want to hear about him. It's true. He's got this, he's got that and that's happened. So um and it's the same thing with uh Robert Whitaker. You know, I heard about his daughter. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that's not the case. I've heard multiple things from multiple sources. So um I, you know, I met uh, Rob. Uh, we did an appearance together in Australia on a personal level. I don't think, and we've had him on the show before. Um, I think that's the case for sure. Yeah. His daughter needs. I think even you and him fighting was probably two of the nicest guys, the chillest guys in MMA fighting. Like there would have probably been nothing but respect there between you two. Yeah, I'm not too nice. If you're not nice to me, I ain't going to be nice well, to you. I so. like that. Hey, yo, I told my son that. I'm like, yo, because he had a problem with some kid. I'm like, listen. If some kid's mean to you, be mean back. Mm -hmm. Do not, you know. His mom was like, "Dad, don't tell him." I'm like, "Shut your mouth." Yeah, I, I'm always you don't know, torn. I'm like, torn with that. Like, part like me growing up, I always was like, somebody like started something with me. I was like ready to go, right? So at the same time, like, I never got bullied because of that reason because yes. I always stood up for myself. Yes. So the like. Internally, I want to tell my kids like if somebody like puts their hands on you, you punch them flat in the nose and like you do. But then at the same time, you're like, that's technically not the right thing to do. <laughs> so I'm like torn in between. I always tell yes. them that, like stand up yes. for yourself. If somebody does put their hands on you, though, like yeah. you got to take action. I because I always feel like if you do stand up for yourself a couple times, you set the precedent and nobody will mess with you yeah. for the rest of the school. Hang like, on. 
That you know, not only now, but like like my dad when my years dad later. my dad you know was born in the fifties. He went to high school on Long Island. He was like, "Yo, people didn't fuck with me." Yeah, because like dudes from the city would wait would wait would watch dudes get their money back from lunch and be like, "Yo, give me your money." Uh-huh. And there were guys that'd be like, "Okay," and my dad be like, "I would just I, you know when I was gonna get my ass kicked or not." Like, nope. Yep. Yeah, I, I also feel like I got into like a couple fights. Earlier in high school, and after that, did you win? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but uh, after that, though, I never had to fight again because nobody wants to fight somebody that's going to fight you back, right? right. Like, well, right. well, when you're in, you're when you're fighting professionally, it's different. But like in school, why would you, why would you go pick on somebody that you know can potentially put up a fight? You know what I mean? So you kind of set the bar for yourself, and like you know. I feel like it, it is a good thing to defend yourself. So I tell my kids, like, avoid it at, at all costs. But, like, if you're in a situation and, you know, you got to pull the trigger, then sometimes you you got to throw down. That's it. Right, Jared? Before I you... I wouldn't use that terminology, pull the trigger. Though. Oh, yeah. I forgot we're in 2020 now, right? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Jared, before you got an MMA and stuff like that, right, you'd watch these fights of guys fighting and they would be so gassed. And you're like... Or, or while you started fighting, you're like, why can't I get a fight where a guy gets so gassed I can do whatever I want to him? I remember watching like a guy like die, like I'm like, man, why can't I get just one of those? Why can't just kind of yeah. just do whatever I want? Usually guys with muscle mass. Well, uh, most well most fights outside of professional settings don't usually last that long. You know, when yeah, they get tired, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. all right, man. Well, I'm talking about in the I'm talking about in the cage. Oh, in the cage? But yeah, man, out, I wish outside. I could get somebody who's tired, uh, man. Man, it's like. Uh, was it Easter egg hunting in that, in that bitch or, or, or Christmas morning or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, you know, these guys are good. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, so, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> all I want is a body. I don't care if it's healthy or what. So I just need a body. So if not Darren Till, give us another name or is it looking like it's going to well, be Till? Well, it has to be the right person. You know, it has to be the right person. It has to make so sense. That, so that I get my title shot next. Now, if they feed me number 10 and say, yeah, you get the title shot for winning, I'm taking that fight because I'm winning that fight. Yeah. So um, I'm winning I'm, I'm winning these fights. So, uh, you know, the right name, you know, as long as it has, you know, title, you know, either title contention or title or title shot. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I was number six, it was – you know, I, some things got thrown at me, and, and I, I talked to my manager, like, hey, man, like, we're right there. Now these fights fucking really count. You yeah. know what I mean? They, we got to get the yeah. right guy, right time. Like, you know, now these things, it, it, your pool of opponents fucking is like, there's like two guys. And, you you know, sometimes you got to wait for who's available to dance, like we talked about before. So, like, being on the same card as a champion is awesome. That means, like, yo, win this fight. Like, right. I'm fighting this guy. For the title, because he's going to be ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Who is your manager? Ryan Parsons. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, Jared's with first-round management. He's got some Gs in the game. Not saying yeah. Ryan Parsons wasn't, but he's got, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Parsons is an OG. He knew a lot of people, yeah. He's I know, a great Ryan. Manager. Uh, who's, who's your uh, manager in first round? I uh, work with Lou DeBona. Lou, Okay. I feel like I worked with somebody else there. Well, they're Lou DeBono, Malky Kawa, Abe Kawa, right? Those are the... Yeah. There's another guy. I can't remember his name. Steven something, right? That sounds familiar, I believe, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't remember his last name either. I don't remember. But, yeah, they're prominent. They got John Jones, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of big names in the game. Yeah, and that's why I'm happy with them. I mean, they've done, you know, uh, you know, they've been my uh, go-between between Wasn't me and you. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Gordon? Who is Eddie Gordon's manager? I, I don't know. All right, so before we get you out of here, Yoel Romero, Israel Adesanya, how do you see that one going? Well, I see it going, his, well, if, it depends. If we see the same Romero we've seen in the last couple of fights where he, you know, will try to lull you in, it's going to be Adesanya all day long. So you're not going to just lull him in to a, into a fight. So uh, if he wants to sit back and wait and try to explode, Adesanya is going to pick him apart from the outside and uh, potentially catch up and trying to get in. Um, I think uh, Romero's best chance of, of, of winning this fight is using his explosiveness, of course, his athleticism, and, of course, that that wrestling that we would all like to see him use a lot he more. He doesn't use it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he could possibly be the rest, best wrestler in the world. Yeah. But I think, well, at, I think in his prime, better. though, in his prime when he was in his yeah. 30s. I think dude's 40-something years old. Exhausted. May really uh, suck the gas out of his tank while he's fighting. So One million percent. That's probably why he won't use on it. So I wrestled for a but, decade. Uh, and I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. So I can understand that, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying if you got, you know, you got to have confidence in it for sure. So uh, you got. The well, when Chris Weidman shot him, I was like, dude, like he was like, nah, get out of here with that. Yeah. Chris Weidman was an All American. Uh, yeah. Now what Yo uh, Romero does very well. It's like his possum game. He'd be like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so, I cannot move. And then, he and then you get too close and he fucking knocks the dude explodes, out like, with like this hardest punch you've ever seen in the whole fight. You're like, where the yeah. fuck did that come from? Um, I, I think Adesanya is too long for that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's too smart for that. I think he has, um, he's very uh, perceptive of yes. those type of fighters. You know, uh, kickboxing and, and, and kickboxing houses some of the best counter strikers in the, in striking, in the striking combat period. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think he, I know, I think, I think it's going to be Adesanya. I don't yeah. like to pick fights. Yeah. I really don't like to pick fights, but I think Adesanya has the best chance of winning this fight. Yeah. Uh, Adesanya's only downfall would be like, maybe if he got too cocky, like this old man got shit on me and slept yeah. on him. That would his be yeah. his only, other yeah. than that, He's I'm with you. His feet has to be alive the whole fight. He has to be aware. He has to be moving his feet the whole fight. Yeah. So All if right. he gets caught with his feet planted, then uh, that's it. That could be it. Yeah, for sure. And looking at the rankings, the only matchups that make sense for you if it's not a title fight is Costa or Darren Till. So I hope you get one of those two for March. Yeah. I I don't know if Costa's going to be ready for March. I mean, I know he's saying that he's ready, but... um. Yeah, Dana White said he didn't get cleared by the doctor or something like that yet. So once he gets cleared, then they can match him, but... Yeah. Hopefully you get Darren till in March and you get that title shot by the summer. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see. Something's gonna happen. Fuck yeah. All right, Jack. Hey, what? Uh, one more thing. What system are you on? PS4. I mean, we should squad up on something. Well, you only play single player Shut games. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, let's be. Hang on. Be, let's let's be friends. Maybe we get, what? You have you played Anthem before? No, but I the have, thing is, I have is an like, extra copy of Anthem in my car. I'll get. I uh, yeah, we'll I'm, I'm 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 open to new shit. Let's let's. I'll I'll DM you. We'll become friends. Me, you, and Sal. 
And we'll squat Let's up. Let's play some anthem. I got a copy for you in my All phone. All right, shake and bake. Yeah, anthem is funny shit, man. I'm it is. It. It's it's very repetitive and it's, you know it's got a lot of bad reviews. And but, I'll stream. Uh, I'll stream it. It's fun. And then, though. uh, you know, we'll get you in connection with G Fuel. They'll get you hooked. You know, we'll figure it Hell out. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I like it. Oh, for shake sure. and bake, Jared. One of the top middleweight contenders. Thank you for the time, Jared. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Take care, Jared. All right, fellas. Peace. Y'all have a good one. You too. Take it easy. Hang up on him, Stan. He hung up on him. How us. much time you got? We didn't get back to gluten. Oh, yeah. Stan's a piece of shit. All right. Well, I didn't want to leave the guy hanging. He might be the middleweight champion one day. <laughs> you know? I have, a, I have a gluten allergy. You do? Yeah. So wait, did you drink that beer? Now you're all fucked up. No, I'm all right right now. But like, my, he's like, he actually shit himself like twice. My, my stomach would get bloated to the point where I would look like I was pregnant, and I couldn't figure it out. My face would get all puffy and stuff. And After then pounding beers, I was or like going to the any kind Italian. of gluten. I was I was going to the bathroom like five times a day, and I was Hang like, on. and then the the worst thing was that after I had anything with a lot of gluten in it. And like I learned that there's different like I guess types of gluten too. Yeah, I could fall Grains. asleep on the spot. I could fall asleep on my desk. I fell asleep at the wheel driving once, wow. and I was Did like, "What crash? the hell is wrong with me?" I I sideswipe a stop sign. Uh, a stop sign. I was like, "What the hell is wrong with me?" I'm. It's during the day. I'm awake. Like this shouldn't be happening. And I cut gluten out, and everything went away. Like after a week, I just I uh, so I was gluten free for a couple months, and I had. Like infinite amounts of energy during the day. I was going to the bathroom like a normal person. I felt great, like physically, and I was just like, holy shit, I had a gluten allergy. Wow. Oh, what else could it? I cut it out completely, mainly like bread, right? Like bread and pasta. Cause I would, I would get like a but big Italian. But you're like, hero. A, you're Italian of Italians. I know. So I would get like a big Italian hero like twice a week. And when I say Italian hero, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking yeah, about the sandwich. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't take yourself. <laughs> uh, and I felt and I felt amazing, and I still do. So now every once in a while, I mean, I gotta have a little bit. Because the thing I, I see on Sundays, you are making like gluten free pasta no, made no, with no. corn and rice. Oh, swear uh, to but, God! But in your tomato sauce that you fucking yeah, like, the sauce is is gluten free. I know that, but like, what do you make a nice sauce? Though? I know. Trust me, but the one that the, the gluten-free pasta that's made with corn and rice isn't that bad. The one that's made with lentils is terrible. It's not the same, though, right? It's it's not the same, but you know it, it, it really delicious? isn't that bad at all. Uh, you ever have spinach noodles? Uh, yes. The lentils ones are terrible. Rad. I think the closest one to the normal one is the the one that's made with corn and rice. It's wild. I feel great though. Man, so no, like, so, so let's say I'm like, hey, Sal, you want the other half of my chicken parmesan? You gotta be like, I'm no. eating it. I know. Oh yeah, I'm eating it. No fucks given. Fuck gluten at that point. I'm shitting. <laughs> and that's what happened. Like the gluten makes you give you the uh, Hershey squirts. Uh, it's just it's not pleasant. Okay. Or like you're like constipated. No, it's just my stu- No, you know what it is. I, not even like, it's not even like it's like. It affects your physical. My stomach is just always hurting. It'd be bubbling and shit like that. Yeah, it was just bad. It just it affected my entire body, like mentally, physically, everything. It was yeah. just, and I, I'm not saying everybody should be gluten free. Like you have to definitely have a gluten intolerance. Like I was being affected. Me personally was being affected by it like really bad. And badly. like, but really with seventy year old Sal did not have this problem. No, nope. no. Nope. 
I grew up eating pasta every day. And you, your poop came yeah, out. I was fine. Yeah. I just it now uh, probably in like my mid twenties. They should be paying me, but they're not. Um, Blaze Pizza has a gluten like crust option. Is Blaze Pizza? Yeah, so your personal pizza, you make it yourself. You're like, I want spinach oh, yeah. on it. I want fucking chicken, pepperoni, uh, fucking. Remember, you know. uh, I love pizza. No, when you broke the paddle over my back. Oh, yep, I do remember that. Uh, Stan, insert the clip of that. Where he breaks the paddle. Insert the clip. Of- oh, after the fact. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, I can put it up now on Google, but we'll go after. Yeah. I've seen that actually. Now, Stan, I didn't think Stan. it was gonna be bad. I was like, "Oh, I got a lot of yeah, muscle in my back. Yeah. This isn't gonna be bad." No. We like gave it a little cut. And, and, and hang on, Sal. This is—it's uh, already done. It's already happened. You came up and like, "Don't hit me hard." And I was like, "I won't." And you're like, "Oh, All right, that, cool." That... Then I went and talked to the. Well, had I to talked to Marola. No, we had saw we sawed it down a little bit so it would break easier. Yeah, but it. It, it, yeah, and then you walked away, and I went to Merle. I'm like, I'm going to hit him as hard yeah. as I can. Dennis is the because, middle child of three well, boys. Well, no, because no the thing also, like, of course we, like, sawed it down so it would break easier, but, like, no chance was I going to, like, hold it back, and it didn't break. And, like, that was, that was it looked one really of the, bad. That was, like, one of the most painful things I've ever yeah. experienced. I have a pretty good, like, pain threshold, too. Yeah. Man, and I was like, oh, lots of muscle in my back. Pegged? It's going to take the, like, the hit. But it wasn't the hit. It was the sting. Yeah. The sting was so yeah. intolerable. And we were on camera. So I was like, yeah, yeah that was that was bad. <laughs> I Man, was like, I need oh, my you, God. I need, do you have the the video of me? We, we had a uh, face sensor. Me and him played racquetball together. We were doing some kind of photo shoot or a I video. I put it on social media I, the other day. On Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, I want the video so I can put it on uh, Instagram. So, so here, anyway, so wait, face sensor. Wait, what's, wait, he have, like what, what's, more, what's more valuable? Oh, when you hit him with the racket, when you hit him with the ball? Yeah. That, that was so, amazing. Yeah, so I was supposed to, I was, you know, hang on. Let me just hit you in the back. I was like, okay. And then I somehow hit him directly in the back of the head. Like, hang on, it wasn't on purpose. Wait, weren't you playing a game? We, yeah, I crushed him. And the loser had to get that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. But yeah, send me that clip, and then we'll put... <laughs> hey, Stan, insert the clip. Insert clip. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Sal, what's more valuable? You staying here for the rest of this episode, or are you going back to sit at your desk and just twirl and like make fun of people? No, nah, he's, he's got a call. <laughs> I actually do. It's oh, you have 3 a, ca- o'clock, a call? Because so, um, we're about to get into Brian Kelleher. Yeah, I do got to jump. Yeah, I mean, you can I always come back over. if we're still here. Yeah, I should. It shouldn't be long. I got to do a couple things. Sal, and... just say a few things. I'm gonna go pee real quick, and then when I come back, you can leave. Okay. Yeah, let's I cut like a it. G Fuel promo, Sal. Yeah. So I noticed you got something in your hand there. What are you working with? This is the G Fuel sour cherry flavor in the can. So you know where we uh, we just went into a new partnership with uh, Walmart, right? I've seen a little bit of it. I don't know the details. You've been traveling all over the place, so you haven't yeah. been here. So we're doing a lot of work with Walmart now. So uh, the can, which is huge, it's huge. They're rolling out in a ton of Walmarts, uh, specifically the ones that have the new esports arenas in them. So esports arena um, is they, tied with Walmart now. They're now tied with Walmart. So the OG locations, like the one in the Luxor. In Las Vegas is like a giant gaming arena with a ton of gaming PCs and 
and and you could go in there and you could play um, casually like during certain days and then they have big tournaments and they host you sort of so they kind of like scaled it down and put them into these smaller esports arenas that are going into Walmart locations now. So, you know, when you walk into Walmart and they have like the uh, the eyeglass store on the side, Subway, yeah. uh -huh. and a couple of those stores when you first walk in, now a bunch of them are going to have these esports arenas where you can go in there, pay like $5 an hour and game, and then they have tournaments. They have um, Fortnite Fridays, Smash Brothers tournaments on Saturdays. Um, so we're going to target those stores specifically to carry G Fuel. We're doing a bunch of events in these all are around. They, are they doing that anywhere locally at any of the local Walmarts? Or not um, yet? I can't talk about too many of the locations that are not open yet, but the ones that are officially open are in Kansas City, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, um, you got to get Pennsylvania. Colorado Springs. Uh, but they're opening all over, and I'm sure they're going to keep rolling out. And uh, we're going to be activating at a lot of those ones. But they're going to be in other stores without eSports Arenas, too. Uh, we're also going to 7-Elevens, Sheets. That's going to be huge. Ooh, you know wow. about Sheets. Yeah, Sheets is huge in Pennsylvania. The 7-Eleven yep. so, is going to be huge. I remember we had Ohio, we spoke to Cliff a little bit about Wawa. that. So we're starting in the Ohio region, going into Pennsylvania, up to Maine. And then we're going to expand from there. But those are our first like target markets right there. Um, so by this time next year, you should see G Fuel in stores across the U.S. Yeah. But you can also online get the you can you know order cases of the RTDs yep. or the healthier version would be the powders. Yeah, and with I, I more servers, more servings, more healthier, bang. They're just different formulas. They're they're different formulas. This has more caffeine. This is zero calories. The other one has more antioxidants. It does have twenty five calories, um, more B vitamins. They're they're a little bit different. Um, but yeah, so you can order on gfuel.com, Amazon, or now walmart.com. But you as get, well. you just get more. You, I mean, you probably just get more bang for your buck if you with get the powder. It. Yeah, yeah, you're getting you forty get more servings. servings. Yeah. It's less than a, like a dollar per serving. Uh, absolutely, and we have what thirty nine well, flavors. That's what 40, I was just gonna segue into. Now? On top of you guys currently killing it with the RTDs, you guys just released like a coffee flavor or something. Oh, yeah. So, so now you're cutting into Dunkin' Donuts. Did you guys try the coffee flavor Not yet. yet? No. All right. So before you guys end, I heard it's sure not released yet. Is it released yet? It released, uh, what, today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it just came out. And so it's French vanilla iced coffee, and it's insane. It tastes you know what? so good. Go over, take your call, tell someone, hey, make a I shaker. Bring it over. Me and Stan will sample it live on the show. I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, how uh, often do you I guys like release a, a new lot. flavors? Seems like a lot. We're doing like lately. two a month at this point right yeah. now. I think you do one a month. Well, there's just so many really good ones. I've turned over the show. I need to come over and like I'm I'm backed up on like I haven't got four new tubs. Yeah, we, we have so many good yeah. things. I need hype sauce. What's that taste like? Hype sauce is raspberry lemonade. Okay, that sounds it's awesome. amazing. I Actually, it's our best selling flavor right now. I also want the sour grape. Sounds amazing to me. Sour grape. I'm not a grape fan, but a oh, lot of people big, like it. Big grape fan right mm -hmm. here. Okay, so you'll like that. I, I actually think I need another sour cherry because my sour cherry is gone. Sour cherry is always a favorite. Uh, I think I need lime or lemonade. Lemonade. Lemonade, but it's N A D E. Which is lemonade? I fuck off. <laughs> but do, uh, do you know what else we're working on, Sal? Me and Menace are in the workings of putting on a show. Ooh, yes. MMA grappling. We're gonna do like a 
amateur MMA meet submission underground. Like, really? You know, yeah. <laughs> Locally or? We're, yeah. looking, we're looking at the Melrose Ballroom in April. Dang. Oh, that is dope. Yeah, so we'll have VIP for seats for you and Cliff. Hell yeah. Yes. I Whole like fucking it. gang. And no matter what goes on with the sponsorships or whatever, Menace and the Man will be doing the commentary. So Ooh, the Menace hey. and the Man commentary booth is powered by G Fuel. I'm gonna Couple try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what fans. I can do to get uh, UFC Fight Pass to. Uh, what oh, they, hell yeah. What they what they Cover would it? want is they would want like you and okay. a couple of names to grapple. Anyways, and then we'll give like the winner a G Fuel RTD. Hey, let's we'll be we'll have more talks about we'll get creative this. about it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, real quick before I jump, um, I just saw Laflair's new uh, new tea spot. Kava Island, dude. In I want to I want to go. I Can just saw go? opening in February. February. Oh, it's not open 12th. yet. No, February twelfth. Yeah. I remember him talking about that like a a yep. year or so ago. I mean, so, he's had some. You know, they've been, been going been... through a lot of red tape. Yeah. You know. So is it in Patchogue Village? Yes. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Just on like one of the. I think it's maybe. I could be right on the main, right on Main Street. Yeah, but it's like not like no, where it's all on the North, bars. It's, on North it's, Ocean. Just, it's, it's like on a North Ocean. I it's know like a perpendicular street to the Main Street. Yep. Yes, but like right there. Upset. Yeah. Wow, I want to go there really bad. Let's go. Let's, February twelfth, Mania. I'm in. All right. You know I'm who in. did some work? We're gonna on have that? our own like pre Valentine's Big Stan. Day. You and I. Oh, Your yeah? father? My dad did, and I did a couple things. I stained some stuff there and whatnot. But we're not talking about what you did personally. No, I'm saying my dad helped. <laughs> no, I'm talking about staining things. You, know? you see what I did there? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's going to have daughters. Actual stain. Actually, he does have a daughter. Oh, no, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. That, that joke went over my head, yeah. That was, that was funny, Sal. Good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see so you. All right, let me jump. I got to take a call. Like, wait, what, 10 minutes? I don't know. Let me see what All I right. got to do. You know what I feel like you I, missed? I, I'm leaving tomorrow. So. You missed my MacGruber post. I made a post about MacGruber. Do you know that's you. my number one favorite comedy I know. movie of all I know. time? Did, yeah, exactly. Did you, you tag him? I did. He missed it completely. He was Holy skiing. Holy shit. Oh, no. And it was Wait. that scene. Menace loved it. Have you ever seen that? You haven't seen that movie, Menace, right? What, the sex scene? No, it was the scene when he rips out the throat and goes, oh, man, I might go for the turkey. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> it's a bowling term, and I've uh, associated it with throat rips. And then he goes... <laughs> If ripping throats will get that warhead back, I'll suck as many dicks as I have to. Wait, did you hear that? No, I didn't hear it. Good. <laughs> like, what'd you say? He's like, uh, I didn't no. say anything. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> I love that movie Dude, that as movie well. That movie is so funny. Uh, it really is. So if you haven't seen the movie, McGruber. see it. Uh, it's McGruber, in Sal's top three. If yeah. you want to give us money for promoting. Yeah, I was just going to say McGruber should pay us for that. They should pay G Fuel. Yeah. Ooh, whoa. What, hang on. How far out is it for McGruber Shaker? McGruber Shaker? That would be amazing. Like come, a Menace of the Man Shaker. A, a, like a Shaker with a mullet yeah. on it. A Menace of the Man Shaker is before that, though, right? Like, yeah, we need honest. one of those. Bro, you guys better. What We want G Fuel. We're going to come in. Once we get it, we're going to go keep going like this, get our numbers up. We want a Menace in the Man flavor or a Menace flavor. I don't even need yeah. to be involved. Let's see. Yeah, take Stan out. And a Menace in the Man Shaker. Because if Stan's in it, it's not going to taste as good. Uh, it'll taste better flavor. But Tastes like podcast If you're in the salt It tastes better <laughs> But we have Great South Bay Was like When I was talking to Rick He was like Yeah by the time We do the Dennis Bermuda's Bar crawl next year I'll get you guys A Menace And the man beer And wow. even that I said get wow. a Menace beer Menace IPA Wow. And then he said, even worst case, we just get labels and put them on already existing flavor. But he's like, best case scenario, I'll concoct. I'll have Greg and the people at wow. Great South Bay. I want to be involved in it. Like, yeah. I want the can to have some fangs on it. The eye of a newt. Which, hang on, hang on. Which a lot of people don't know. Sal 
was part of the Menace logo. Was he? Oh, yes. yeah. Yep. Him and... Uh, Graphic Wizard, right? No. Did Graphic was Wizard work on it? Uh, I think so, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Dean. Yep. John Dean. Yep. I remember that. So... Yeah. I'm not a genius, in case people were thinking that. I'm a creative it guy. It was, you know, they showed me something. I was like, yeah, I wear fangs. Makes sense. <laughs> All right, so... That actually is a sick logo. All right, let me let jump. Us get to, uh, let us get the bro out with Brian Kelleher. Take the handshake as well. Let's do like a weird one. Let's do the snap. You know the snap from when you were in high school? Yeah. Boom. Just, do the snap. Just suck it. <laughs> My mouth weird. didn't open. Man, this is like weird. fingers. My just mouth put wasn't in. opening. Uh. <laughs> All right, boys. It's always a pleasure having you here, Sal. We're happy we yeah. did this earlier and you were able to jump on yeah. with us. Yeah, I'm glad you guys texted me. Yeah, nice I jacket. I didn't even know you guys were here. Amazing I That's jacket. That's why I texted you. Yeah, I tell you what, what as soon as Menace the Man blows up, there's a first jacket I'm going to buy. Well, this is also a surprise episode because Menace passed the CDL today. Yeah, not a big deal. Congratulations. Yeah, I can drive tractor trailers if you need me to. Let's just take some tractor trailers out. I, you know, anything with air brakes, I could... Ooh, wow. I tell you what, when... Hey, when G Fuel even blows up more, you guys have more than just a van that's, you know, driving shit around. G Fuel tractor trailer. Yeah. I'm in it. You guys got a driver now. Let's shoot some yeah. commercials the whole night. Yeah. Run that past the boss, man, Cliff. If Cliff wants to come in, we'll take him if he's open. And then we'll even have where I play a store clerk, and I'm like, nah, we don't want G Fuel. And Menace just leg kicks me and drops me with a leg kick. We go down people's streets with a tractor trailer. Dennis, we throw Santa holy shit holy instead shit. of candy canes we sh we throw out those little g fuel and i hit like a little kid we'll use my kid i was so saying no i was saying yeah i was yeah. saying packets because we'll throw cans or tubs and that might yeah. throw it through someone's window that's That'd a be amazing no, not if we talked to him before. Like, hey, listen, we're going to replace the window. Or get, like, me and DeQuatro to stand there, and I'll take a tub yeah. for, for, for the gram. I'll take a tub to the head for the gram. Dude, a lot of good things right now. All right, yeah. let me go through this. All right, show. bye. All right, boys. Oh, man, how happy are you? He's gone. Oh, I was going to say, love Sal. <laughs> love okay, Sal. No, Sal's awesome. I was, I was, yeah, I was, of, I, course, I, of course, of course. I was hoping he heard it and, like, came back and, like, dude, what the fuck did you say? Nah, he actually probably heard it and was like, man, I love Dennis because he makes fun of me like that. Because mm. remember, like we said, that one episode. Yeah. If, hey, if I don't make fun of you, I don't like you. Yes. And that's like what we said when we had Jessica Penny on. You yeah. want to, what do we got over there? You want to hand me one of those? One of these? I just got to do the right thing by. Uh... GSP? Yeah. All right, let's jump do in. Do we. Do we what? Like, are, are we, like, we're, I know we're live, but can people chat things to us? Yes, why? What do you want them to chat? I don't know, like, which beer should I drink? Well, ask Brian Kelleher right now when we get him on. Right. What was that, your phone? Yeah, of course it was. I got the, ri I got the ring. Uh... Oh, there he is. Brian! Yo. How's it going? All right, Brian, turn your phone horizontal. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm fucking. I'm an amateur. No, right? it's fine. Oh, no, you're a professional. All right, so you're me, right? Wizard of Oz cup in the shot, loving it. You're me. Which beer do you drink? Cheers. Uh, Jetty Honey Ale or Therapy Session IPA? Uh, Therapy Session, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that one. The name just gets you right. Yeah, it's therapeutic, you know. Yeah. So, I don't drink much, but, you know, 
Yeah, that's what I, I meant to, like, Stan was, hey, asked uh, Boom, and I was like, I don't think he drinks. We'll even off the names. That works. Uh, I, I don't really, I never really drink, man. If you drink, what would you drink? What's crazy about it is, like, if I drink, it's, like, strong shit, but I don't drink a lot of it. Like, I'll sip on, like, I'll sip on some whiskey, but I'll have, like, very little amount, you know? You'll sip on a shot. Yeah, exactly. And maybe you're wasted. Two, maybe two if you're feeling wild. Yeah, which is rare, but, you know. Well, Brian Kelleher, welcome to Menace and the Man for the first time. Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace, yeah. who you obviously know. And uh, yes, now we're joined by Brian Kelleher. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I'm not, like, listen, you don't feel well, so I'm letting this one slide that you're not right here. With this in your I know. Mouth. I, I would love to be there, but out of consideration, too. I don't want to get okay. you guys. Well, I mean, I would slide you a little bit more towards Stan. <laughs> uh, good but, friend. Yeah, yeah. So, man, you just came off of a fucking dope win. Yeah. Uh, well, even here was what I was going to say is we were at Public House. Menace did an appearance on Saturday, mm -hmm. and there's chaos all around. Then we went like, just stop, stop. We need to watch this fight. And then as we're watching your fight, obviously we both know you. You're Long Island MMA, Long Island born and bred. We're watching it. Menace turns. And I've known, I always predict guillotine too. But Menace turns to me and is like, this is going to end by guillotine. And he said it to like a crowd of people. And then yeah. when you guillotine the dude, everyone turned and was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> How did he know? Yeah. Menace Thomas well, so, over here. So uh, me, and, me and Boom have trained together many of times. But when yeah. he first came in the gym, it was like every round I went with him, he was catching me in like one or two guillotines. I remember after like two two weeks, I'm like, no, nah, not happening anymore. Like, fuck that. Like, I, like that's his shit. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. like, because the thing is like, what people don't know, and I don't think I should, I don't, I don't even know if I should say it. But we're not that blown up yet, so I think you're good. If yeah, we were yeah. Joe Rogan's, I would be like, all right, hey, I might say this, whatever. But we're not there yet. Is like. He'll guillotine. Hand, I've had his back. He's reached around backwards, grabbed my head. I'm like, you don't got shit, and then turned around and guillotined me. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, it's the boomatine now, right? The oh, Man. I like that. The boomatine. You'll grab his leg, and he's like, I go ahead, I, have the leg. I think I have like six finishes by guillotine too. Well, the thing is, is, is I. I'm watching a fight, and I'm like, I haven't seen this one. But yeah. I, as soon as you grabbed it, I was like, oh, this is where this is going, huh? All right. Yeah, I haven't hit it like that ever. You know, yeah. weird angle, like, against the cage like that. It was weird. Usually, people take you down, and you're like, okay. Like, as they're taking you down, you're like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Take me down. Yeah, catch it. And, like, you're fucked. Scramble. You know? Yeah. Now, has that always been your move? Yeah, that's always been like something like that just naturally felt good for me. You know what I mean? I would always go for it. Like everybody I train with kind of knows that because I, you know, I'm, I'm always going for it. So like <laughs> yeah. these, these days in the gym, it's fucking, it's really hard to hit now because everyone knows, you know, but like when I go against new guys, I, I hit they it a no lot. They have no clue. Yeah. 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 But you, I, go ahead. You remind me actually of, so when I wrestled in college, I had a 125 pounder. You guys about the same height. Both were pretty jacked, and it was like before the match even started, it was two zero my guy, because he was going to duck you, no matter like whether you knew no or not. He, yeah. he, <laughs> he was going to duck you in the beginning of that 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 match, and that he was going to be up two zero. It was always like that. 
Like, I knew that was his shit, and I'd wrestle him in practice. And guess who got ducked? Like, Motherfucker! <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, you son of a bitch! And I was, you know, three weight classes above him. Like, you fucking yeah. bitch. Like, That's people... shit, man. You, even, like, I remember your first fight in the UFC. You were going against that black belt, like, high-ranked fucking... A la Contra, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, he's about to get guillotined. Cause, I like, remember that. Before you and a la Contra fought, I had one of those moments where I was watching her people. I was like, kill her by guillotine. Then I, you won by guillotine. I was able to, like, turn around and be like, yep, told you guys. Told I, you wish guys. I, I wish I threw money at that because you were such an underdog. That guy was a black belt, right? So he's like, yeah, oh. that was a big, I was a big dog in that one. Yeah, my jujitsu like better than his, like, yeah. like I don't <laughs> care what your jujitsu is, like if he grabs your fucking neck, you're in shit, you're fucked. Yeah, that fight I caught him in the scramble too. That's how I usually would get it, you know, like he was kind of trying to get on top of me there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I don't know, Kelleher probably doesn't even remember when me and him trained together. Maybe he does, but like he, I did, he choke you. No, he didn't finish it. But here's the story. Like, Deepa was like, go with Kelleher. I went with Kelleher. No. I, but I remember I was a little, I remember taking you down and you grabbing a guillotine. And that's like one of my moves that I always escape. And I remember the, the grip and me being like, this is ridiculously tight. Like, you're the panic. Who the fuck is this kid? And yeah. then when I got out, it was like, oh, no, he wins with guillotines all the time. Like, yeah. you, that's his yeah. move. And then I realized you have those wins over Arce and like the guillotine is your move. And then I've seen yeah. it through the years, obviously, at the highest level. That's yeah. one of those moves. It's either you have a high level guillotine or you have a basic guillotine. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you're pretty well rounded in jitsu anyways. Like he's he's hard to pass Brian's, you know, guard. He can pass a guard. You oh, know? he's like, a fucking stud. He's yeah. you can't R bar him. Like you 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 can't guillotine him. Yeah. Like, I feel just... like I'm, I'm better on top than I am on my back, like pure jujitsu. You know, like on top, my pressure game is better, like passing and like. But I hit stuff in scrambles. That's like when I really catch yeah. you. You know. Yeah. Like I remember, like he he caught me like a few times, like a couple of weeks. I'm like, all right, fuck this kid. Because the thing is, I'm like, yeah, he's a white, he's a you know, he's a weight class under me. Like I should be able to do what I want. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this kid. Like, <laughs> fight him. Train with him like he's 155. So I just started just doing like extreme, like over the top pressure forward. Yeah. Oh, where... I remember. <laughs> I remember. Like, hitting him even harder so he didn't feel yeah. comfortable. You would just start picking me up and shit. I'd be like, oh no, you can stop me for sure right now. Like cheating. You know how you look for like that weird confirmation for your own head? I remember being like, oh, he's a featherweight, right? He fights at lightweight. He's like, nah, he fights at 35, 35 all day. And I was like, man, uh, that was a fucking grip. Yeah. And 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 in your finish, like the, the generic finish on a guillotine is like on the one side. You were very square. What like what are you doing with your guillotine that you can be square and it's like it feels like a uh, a bear is choking you? You know what it is like in the fight specifically like his hands were his arms were trapped in there right so like, by your legs yeah by my legs oh. and then also my arm on the other side so uh, that's why I like the arm in because it's better for like positional control you can't like spin out you know what I mean I got my legs wrapped around you and your arms kind of latched up too. And I had a good chin strap, so my hand's, like, in your, your neck. So I'm crunching your neck, like, in the hand, and uh, his hands were trapped. So, like, it's just, like, it's just like a, 
I'm just crunching his whole body. You know what I mean? And I could I could hear him kind of gargling a little bit, and like he tapped with his foot because he he had no hands. Right. Now the thing is, is like I know the UFC. I see their marketing strategy. In my head, you were supposed to be a feeder for that guy. Oh yeah, that was in my head as well. <laughs> I was that was like, and I saw that. I saw that in your celebration. Like fuck you guys. Like hey, I'm not a fucking stepping stone. Fuck that guy, this young buck. Like I'm the real deal. I'm not going anywhere. And I, and I, like, listen, I was, I don't know, probably a bunch of drinks deep, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, because you were like, yeah, you were like a Facebook fight, and then you got moved to, like, the main yeah. card, no? Well, they don't do Facebook I know they yeah. don't, but in my head, yeah. the first. No, it was a fight pass. Yeah. Fight pass, yeah. I know, but the first, what, were you the, one of the first three fights? I was like the second fight. We're right. Supposed to be on fight in my head, those are still Facebook fights. If you're in the first three fights, if they, they yeah. if it's that deep, I consider it a Facebook fight. But yeah, fight pass. Remember those good old days though, when they had the Facebook prelims. Yeah, bro, it's crazy, man. Like they came along. Now it's like ESPN Plus, but they bounce back and forth. But yeah, know, it's so fight weird. ESPN Plus. I don't know why they do that. They just try to get that well, nine ninety nine and that four ninety four ninety nine. Well, they're trying to get you yeah. to buy both. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to get that money. Hey, ESPN, here's some money. Give us money. And then yeah. we're going to take some money for ourselves over here, too. Yeah, multiple platforms. One thing that was awesome is I saw the UFC. They gave out extra bonuses. And yes. the homie Boom got one of those bonuses. Fuck yeah, man. Dude, I had a great weekend. I had a great time because, like, um, after my fight, like, I was in the back getting interviewed. And Connor had just got to the arena had I not got bumped up to the main card, like none of this probably would have happened. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. that put the spotlight on me more. And then like Dana White was in the back, uh, you know, greeting Connor, and he happened to walk by me and just saw me getting interviewed. And he realized like, oh, that's the kid that just fought, you know. So he came up, shook my hand, and he was like happy. And I was like, oh, this is good. Like this is reassurance, you know. And uh, I told him like, listen, I want that bonus. Like there wasn't that many finishes tonight, right? Oh, you said it to Dana. Yeah, I said nice. it to Dana. And he was like, yeah, it's looking good for you, brother. So I was like, all right, I think I think it's, you know, it's highly likely I'll get it. Man, that's awesome. I remember being in that seat. I was I had fought in Denver. It was my second UFC fight. I yeah. finished uh I, his last name was Hayden. Tommy a, Hayden. Tommy Hayden in a, like a standing guillotine against the cage, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And it was pretty I was pretty early on the car. Again, it's my second and I remember seeing the audience like no but like I remember uh Ben uh, Benson had fucking Frankie Edgar in a guillotine. I'm like, don't finish him! Don't yeah. finish him! Like, Frankie, stay alive! And Frankie got yeah. up like, oh, yes. Because I was like one of the only guys with a finish. And that's yeah. when submissions, if you got submission finished, you were getting a bonus. Like, the best uh, submission finish got a bonus. Well, and both of you guys know this. Guillotines are hard to finish against good guys. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it yeah. depends. You know, it depends what position you're in. But yeah, standing, I feel like he's even harder to finish. Yeah. You know? Even well, I was essentially raising his feet off the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are the two yeah. hardest ones. Stand, yeah. Standing and arm in. Those are like ones that you well, have to have. Well, he had started it on top. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's looking real good. But you like it off your back. And yeah, you, I literally as as, like. I let you him almost fall. pulled him on top of you. Yeah. I, I wanted him to fall on top of me because yeah. that's like my comfort, you know, to like to, to twist my body down. But like, yeah. 
I was thinking the same thing. Like you were saying, I was watching uh, in the green room in the back. Yeah, like, and you're like, don't, don't. No more fucking finishing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like someone in your corner is going out. You're like, yeah, good luck. Just go the distance, all right? Just, yeah. uh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, as they're walking out, you're like, 15 minutes, right? What? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You got 15 minutes in you. Yeah. 15 three, minutes. Three, three fives, right? Yeah. Best Torture one. him. Torture him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Take so. your time. Be patient. <laughs> yeah. Do not rush the finish. Don't. Yeah. So yeah. even something I was saying to Menace when we previewed the card, you're almost like the Long Island Road Warrior. Like, you trained all over. You still kind of train all over, right? Like, you, you bounce. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing still to this day, man. I'm just all over the place, you know? Like, I, I'm getting the best work possible. That's what it is. But, like, it's a weird thing because I'm always, like, trying to find new things. And, like, it's hard to settle, you know? But now, like, I kind of, like... It was communication, you know? I'm like an introvert, so I just show up, train, and I leave. Like, that's just how I am. But uh, I communicated with LaFlair and was like, hey, like, you know, can you help me? Like, can you corner me? And then now we were on the same page. We game planned together, and it was so much better this time around, you know? Oh, for sure. And for that's sure. a great fight mind to work and, with. And then, boom, because yeah. I saw that. I didn't know that until Ryan – like, I saw uh, Ryan put up some pattern work you guys are doing. I was like, oh, man, how's he – you know? How's he looking? He's like, man, looking sharp. Like he threw some knives down. I'm like, oh, dope. And I didn't know you guys were working together. And then yeah. I don't know, like a two weeks later, this card happens. And I, I threw out like to Ryan's wife, like, hey, man, I'm having this viewing party. You and Ryan should come through. She's like, he's in Vegas. I'm like, why is he in Vegas? He's cornering Brian. I was like, oh, shit. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, damn. You know, and hey, boom. Yeah, go ahead. You're Sorry. local. We've trained together like. I have some things I think I could bring to the table if you like, and I would, you know, if you need extra work or whatever, I would, we've worked together before. I would love to, to help you out if I'm just putting the, you know, on the table. And if it's, <laughs> if you want it and if I can do it, you yeah. know, I, I just like being around and helping out with, with good guys, as, as you far, know, as far as like being a training partner, you're saying, kind yeah, of training about. partner, or if you want to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm nasty on the mitts. That's what I'm saying, bro. Sometimes I sit back and I don't reach out to people and communicate. You know, like I know you said this before in the past. Like, hey, hit me up. And I just never say anything. Yeah. I'll just show up at the gym. Yeah. But you get, you, you get what you want when you ask. You know what I for mean? For sure. So, for sure. And yeah. listen, I feel this out like Ally Quinta. Yo, man. Like, yeah. especially when I was even training. Like, yo, let me know. Aljermaine. Hey, you want to get some work? Yeah. Let me know. And Aljermaine. Aljermaine's been the most responsive to it. Yeah. I'm like, surprised. when I was. When I was training, when I was training, like, he was like, hey, man, I got a wrestler coming up. Like, come through. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's smart with his training. But, he, like, a lot of people are stuck in their ways, you know. It's yeah. hard to get out of the system. And and that's a that's a big thing, man, is, is... – There's also that weird loyalty factor like we've spoken about before. Yeah, but at, when you're in the UFC, though – I think you could train anywhere on Long Island with other UFC fighters, and it's not you like, get a little more leeway. No, yeah. there's not like yo, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I bring my coach, whatever. Coach. Your coach is there. That's you know, whatever. But yeah. uh, some gym, some coaches are kind of like, hey man, it's us or nothing, and ego. I, don't, I don't like that. Approach. Ego oh, comes into gosh. play. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Did you wrestle in high school? No, no, never. Okay. Because like growing up in high school and wrestling and stuff like that, like uh, it was like. My coach would never be like, really, you, you wrestle at that wrestling club? It was like, wrestle at every wrestling club you can. You can Wrestle yeah. the best everywhere you can. and Every body type, the best guy in the room. Yeah. Keep moving around. Yeah. Hey, go compete against the best guys. Yeah. 
you'll never know what's out there, man. If you don't, but get I see him. that so much in fighting where guys are like, you know what? I'm comfortable here. Like, he's not gonna hurt me. Like, this guy can definitely beat up. Uh, you know, he knows what I like. Like, when you actually show up to fucking fight, it's very, very, very uncomfortable. Just standing in the outcome before you start fighting, looking at your opponent. And people going nuts and shit like that, like, it's it's actually, like, a little bit hard to breathe. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, like, the biggest battle, man. Like, the mental part of it is way more serious. Oh, my than God. Physical. We, we have the discipline to train hard, but it's getting through the week, the fight week of emotions and uh, keeping that, that energy where you yeah. need it the whole time. What do you, like, you're, you're a super open-minded guy. How do you manage stress? How do you go about fight week, even the walk out and while you're actually in there, before you actually start? Because once you actually touch gloves, it's like it goes away. It's like you're yeah. back to sparring. You well, I'll tell you what, this, this fight was crazy to me because I had insane amount of pressure, right? Like leading up to this fight, knowing like, you know, two losses, fighting out my contract. First off, this was the last fight on my deal. So like, with all this in the back of my head, I was proud of myself because I didn't feel any of that. Like, I went into this fight like it was my debut. Like, I never lost two fights. Like, I didn't even know it was my last fight on my deal. I was I was just like, you know what, Brian? Like, you don't know how long this is going to last. Let's go in. Let's enjoy the moment. Like, let's actually be happy and not fucking stress, you know? Yeah. And let's just, let's just like, be your best self and, yeah. and, and there's no regrets. And that's, like, I kept telling myself that, you know? Because going into this fight, did you have a couple of losses? I'm trying. I'm... Two, yeah, two. Yeah, you were saying. Two, like, and, and the thing is, like, yeah. in the UFC, it's kind of like the third loss is, like, the the yeah, chopping snip, block. Snip, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, and even on, like, a, do you work with mental coaches or anything like that? No, and that's the thing. I, I, I'm a Brian. little with that shit, but I, I you know. Brian, let's talk. Oh, you two got to link up. <laughs> seriously, yeah. seriously. No, because I, I had a mental coach, and I actually got into it a little bit now. I'm working with a uh, – It a cost coach. a lot of fucking money, yeah. right? You know how much I'll charge you? I'm a cheap motherfucker, man. I, I know. Do you know how much I'll over. charge you? How much? <laughs> you're saying you're the mental coach. Yes. yes. Yo, man, it's that's, that's why good. I chose that, that therapy IPA. See, it was fucking meant to be. Uh, yeah. It's something that Menace has tried to well, no, hang on, or like, talked about dabbling into or getting into post-fighting career, and I think it's a great fit for him. I so, think that would be a great connection. Well, the right thing there. is, is like, so I've, I've been working with a uh, a college student at Buffalo University, and uh, he's doing pretty well now. You know, uh, I mean, what's up? Wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, you're right. wrestling, wrestling. Um, I've given out multiple. Uh, Mental preparations to like the like the reason why I was in Chris Wade's corner for a lot like a lot of his fights like wasn't because of the information I give to him in the fight physically yeah he liked what I would tell him before he went into the fight like, oh well, in, I'll tell you what bro just just like you saying that I when I watched Chris Wade fight his last like couple of fights like he looked like a fucking demon like he looked completely yeah, different yeah from like his UFC fights yeah yeah. So I was just like, yo, man, the guy you're about to fight, like, let's say you met him out in the street. Because I know Chris on a personal – I know you on a personal level. Like, what uh, – like, let's say, like, you you guys were in a bar fight. Like, what would happen? Like, would he beat you? He'd be like, no, fuck that. I'm like, okay. Do yeah. what you would do to him. Let's say, like, you have your daughter at home. This dude came into your house. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. That's How would you like? You wouldn't be like, okay, let me <laughs> let me throw this jab. Let me, cause Chris when he fights, Chris Wade when he fights like for sport, kind of not not that he sucks. He's very good, but like when Chris fights almost like a gangster. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me put it on this motherfucker. Because when Chris fights for sport, sometimes he gets a little tired. Yeah, has it And he thinks like, about, like, whoa, my gas tank. Like, but when Chris fights for, like, yo, I'm going to take this man's life, like, he doesn't care how tired he is. So he can hit that fucking note of where he's super tired and keep going and not pack it in. Yeah. Let me ask you, because you, you don't seem like the type of guy who ever dealt with this, but I'm curious. Have you ever went into a fight and got in the cage and thought to yourself, I don't want to be here at all. Yeah. And just completely yep. shut down. Didn't shut down. Actually, that's a lie. My very first loss, I fought Drew Fickett. And I didn't know who Drew Fickett was. Yeah. Drew Fickett knocked, knocked out Josh Koscheck when jo got Josh Koscheck was like undefeated on his prime. Yeah, yeah. I was fighting him at 155 in a three fights in one night to win tournament and shine. I met him in the semifinals. He had just armbarred um, at the time. His name was Crazy Horse Charlie Bennett. Oh yeah. Um, but he 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 armbarred him in the first round, so he didn't really ha like really stress himself too bad. I went to a two round war against Shannon Gurgity. Who had had five fights in the UFC, you know, prior to fighting in this tournament? I beat him. I fucking, you know, and I remember, you know, after that fight, going in the back and them just be like, "Hey, when am I up next?" We don't know. Just be ready. I was like, "What? Twenty minutes? An hour? Just like what does that? I don't even know what." So I like stretched a little bit. I sat for a little bit. I started warming up for a little bit. I couldn't tell you the timeline, but, like, they're like, all right, you're up. And I was like, I remember being in the tunnel being like, man, I do not fucking want to be here right now. I yeah. Don't. I got out there, and, but I was like, but I win. That's what I do. I'm undefeated at the time. I'm 6-0. and I win. That's, or, no, 7-0. and So I go out there, whatever, fighting. I fucking belt him. He falls down to his back, and he calls me down. I'm like, yeah. Like, he's on his back. I'm like, Fuck you. So I go down there and I remember just kind of like at the shine. It was a shine tournament. And, and at the time shine didn't pay all their fighters from the last show. Uh. I quit my job at UPS to go enter this tournament where I could possibly win $50,000. I'm like, I'll definitely win that. <laughs> but they didn't pay. Like, I don't know if they're going to like, if I get hurt, would they pay for my medical? I remember he had my chin in a rear naked choke, and I was like, I can, I could just, I can stop right now. And I tapped. And I was like, I made $15,000. But I remember being like, I was just so angry with myself. After the fact. Yeah. Like, I was like, fuck this sport. I'm going to quit. I'm going to. So, but to answer your question, there was, there was matches in college I went into like, man, I don't fucking feel like doing this. What what I did to get past that, even though I didn't maybe feel like I could win, I made everybody else in the room believe 
and think that I could win. Yeah. There's some energy with that. So, like, let's say I'm personally feeling like shit. Man, this is, uh, I don't feel 100. I don't, this guy's a fucking animal. Let me make Stan think I could win. Like, let me, let me, the way I'm looking at Stan, the way he looks at me, the way he sees me move, let me make him think that I cannot lose. And there's something in that. Energy, yeah, absolutely. Where yeah. when you actually go out there, the same, you know, you damn, even though Stan's not in there fighting, he's on the other side of the cage, I'm still, the, throughout the whole fight, going to make Stan believe that I'm going to win this fight. And it's not, a lot of times, yeah, it, it should be about you and what you want. But when you feel like, fuck. You have to try to look for something else, whether yeah. it be like a lot, a lot of times, like it could be a girl in the stand. It could be your fucking your dad because there's there's something in posture. And like, I didn't know you were going for the Masvidal thing there. <laughs> that was yeah. amazing. And amazing. afterwards, you were like, Masvidal, thank you. But I was like, the look in Keller eyes doesn't seem. I was like, man, does it he want off, it? Right? Yeah, see, that's it. You know what that that look was? That was pure calmness. That's what that was. I know it looks like it looked like demotivated, but it was. I was ultra calm. Yeah, and I've calm. been there when I fought Clay Guida. Yeah, I remember the the sports psychologist I was talking to was just like, "Man, I knew you had it by just how you were like." Because sometimes when you overdo it, you're like, "Yeah, I didn't want to." There's over there's there's some identity. insecurity in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, but there are some guys that do that to try and fucking melt their guy before he even starts. Yeah, there are some guys that do that very well. And you could tell they're confident in the way they do it. Then there's some other guys that do it. And like, I could tell you're fucking scared. Well, I, back I, I, I did like the reverse psychology aspect of that shit. You know, like I kind of played it like, yeah, man, like whatever. <laughs> and then, I, but I was ready to go. You know, I was I was sharp in my mind. I spoke to uh, his name is Derek Span. He wrestles for University of Buffalo. I spoke to him today, and yeah. uh, I was talking about how there's fucking a ton of power and not giving a fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. it's a weird fucking like. Cause when I wrestled in college, I cared even even when I fought the UFC, I cared so much. That it fucking, even before the fight started, I was like becoming, there was a extra weight on my shoulders, extra pressure. I couldn't breathe awesome. Yeah. And then I watched my one buddy in college who was like drinking on a fucking Thursday. We got a match on Saturday. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he got there and fucked shit up. I'm like, I don't get it. Well, in MMA, it's a John Jones mentality. Yeah. Yeah, overthinking yeah. fucking kills you, man. Paralyzed. Yeah. So I mean, I so like what I told him is like, there is definitely something to not giving a fuck. But on the same token, you need to want to win at all costs. So there's some like, you have everybody's gonna find that balance. So John Jones found that weird balance. Well, yeah. even even it takes a long time. 
not giving a fuck John Jones was TKOing and finishing everybody. Giving a fuck John Jones is five-round decisioning people. And, like, maybe winning. Yeah. Like, more, questionable winning. More competitive fights. Yeah. You know, so maybe you just got to start getting fucking high in mushrooms one weekend before your fights. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All of a sudden, it's like, you're my new mind coach. <laughs> We're just eating mushrooms fight week. And yeah. But, I mean, one one thing, though, because I, I can I, – I, you know, I think I know you enough where, like, you know this game is fucking super stressful. What's your release? Where where do you, like, where you're not thinking about fighting, training, diet? What's your thing? Like, in general or, yeah. like, as a fight Music. approaches? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess probably as, as the fight approaches because it changes because the, for me. The thing, about, the thing about as the fight approaches for me is, like, I kind of dial in. So, like, everything else gets put aside, you know? Yeah. But, your uh, bills, gas. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, me my yeah. kids you know yeah, it's like, a shitty like the, the music shit is great for like in camp you know what i mean like after training sessions like it, it's therapeutic for me and i kind of you know uh break up the day nicely with stuff like that but like uh as far as like the fight nearing like it's more of the way i think you know how do i talk to myself how do I, how do, what do I listen to? What kind, you know, cause there's voices in your head, you yeah. know, something yeah. fucking doubt is talking to you yeah. or like sometimes, you know, calmness and confidence is talking to you. And I just make sure to focus on those good, the, the good energy, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. Keep it consistent where I, where I adopt that feeling. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I was going to say, if we work together, I'm going to say when we work together, because like I've. I've been there and like I've worked with uh psych coaches or mental coaches where like your advice is good but you don't know exactly how I feel. You've oh, yeah. never done it. Yeah. That's what the stubborn mindset. You've yeah, never fucking done it. So how are you going to tell yeah. me, "Hey, take that day off." Like you don't fucking know. Yeah. What the fuck do you know? Yeah. Me, like, how me, do you know where this came from? You know, like yeah, this right. Me taking but, today off is going to wind up when I'm walking down to the cage, me going, fuck, I didn't do enough. Like, that's where I think I'm going to like, I am. Do I want to be a mental coach for a fucking tennis player? No, I never played tennis. I think I could be kind of like an everyday coach because I live life every day. An MMA fighter or a wrestler. Well, that's the thing, man. It's about I understand them. You know, because like for me, I, I, I track back and I'm curious myself, like, where the fuck is all this coming from? Like, why did I feel this way or that way? Like, I like to, you know, think about things like that. Uh, I know for a fact getting knocked out by Lineker was was that was my downfall right, right. there. Right. Like, I had never felt this feeling until after that fight i never yeah. was knocked out in the gym right or fighting you know yeah so for me it was such a foreign feeling yeah and it was uh that feeling of you're you're no longer invincible you know yeah. because yeah. you think it can't happen to you you're like oh no i'm never i'm never getting knocked out no way i got a chin and i've been hit hard by everyone i'm good then that happens to you you're like fuck man like yeah like I'm thinking about health and shit like that now. There's no room for that in this game, you know? Yeah. That's uh, where my mindset went fucked up. And then I found myself again in the gym. It took like months and months and months. All of a sudden, like you said, that, that I don't give a fuck attitude goes a long way. I started to feel, fuck it. I, I, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm a fighter and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna train like I, I need to train. And I'm going to fight 
to the best of my ability and when it's over it's over because yeah. like now yeah. in the gym i have that fire in me again yeah. I, I i'm far more aggressive and everything like that for a while i was hesitant i was like i don't know if i should spar I should, i've I seen it yeah. i personally have seen it i watched you on the get the i watched you on your way up to ufc you get yeah. to ufc you're crushing it that fight happened and then you became very selective of who you kind of trained with and where you train and how often you train. I was like, yeah, huh? That's not the same guy now. Yeah, shit. But changes. the thing is, is you assessed it, you realized it, and then you made adjustments accordingly. Champion, like only champions do that. Yeah. People that aren't champions go, nah. That made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm just... good. You know, and that's why Saturday night went the way Saturday night went for you. Yeah, it took it took a long time. You know what I mean? It was all just time. You know, time is everything. Like going into that last fight with Montel Jackson that I lost, like that was really the fucking depressing moment for me because Lineker, I tried to win the fight. You know, I went in there and I fought. Right. You know, he caught me. He's a hard puncher. It was what it was. Third round, I got hit with a good shot. Montel, I went in there with the mindset of, I don't want to be here. Like, that's why I asked you that question. And and I and I just kind of, like, said, I'm going to get out of here. You know what I mean? And um, that haunted me. And I was like, nah, that's, that's not happening again. Like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. <laughs> That really lit a flame under me to get back to where I was. And then that old Brian, and I just knew like, all right, like that old Brian is still you. He's inside you. You just got to find him. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've, I've, so we were just, we just had Jared, uh, Cannoneer on here. You know, he's doing, he's doing well. Team Uh, Crystal. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but I went into two fights, not because I wanted to fucking fight. Because yeah. I needed money. Ah, uh, yeah, motives. No, like, I mean, I've got kids. I had rent due. I had bills. I lost my last fight. Like, I was like, man, I can't live off of a loss. Like, legit. Yeah. Like, I gotta, like, with, and, and the thing is, like, UFC, like, I've, I've noticed whenever I lost, it was six months till my next fight. Yeah. It's it just seemed and after I after a win it was like three or four months yeah till my next be fight more, be more active you know but those I went I had four losses in a row and you know I needed to fight Feely because I needed money and I needed to fight fucking uh, that skin and bones fucking the tall motherfucker Elkins no after after Feely. What the fuck was his name again? Feely was told. He had like, two. He had two first names. <laughs> I, that's and then hand the fact that we can't fucking think of this guy's name is like pointing <laughs> is like painting my picture. Like all right, I'll fucking crush this guy. And uh, <laughs> I thought I won both those fights, and that's I, I retired after I lost that fucking guy, but uh, nobody knows it. I thought that was Elkins. No, I lost to Korean Zombie, Elkins, Feely, then. Double for oh, Rick Glenn. Rick Glenn. Yeah. Rick Glenn. And I was like, I retired after that Rick Glenn fight, but nobody, I didn't tell anybody. You, you've had you've had many fights though where you were doing amazing and then lost, right? 
Yeah. All, Hang on. All three you, of those split you decisions. You watched all those. There were split decisions. Yeah. Like you, you I were think like, you were on. Were you not on the Nassau Coliseum card? Yes, yes, yes. I, that was on that one. I cheat over a quick fucking loss. Depressing as shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, you were probably already in your own K-hole like, I should kill myself. And like, Yeah. Who, who'd you yeah. fight on that card? Uh, on the, the uh, Elkins. Oh, Elkins. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He took me down a couple times, whatever. The second round was questionable, and then the third round, I crushed him. Yeah, that was a decision one. I think I remember yeah. thinking, Hang on. Oh, you won that. Who loses? All right. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm making it about me. It's not about me. I'm just trying to get. Like, we talk about this. We've, how many times have we talked about this? Like, a lot. It's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's why I, I retired, you know? And. Uh, but it's also what gives you such great insight. For sure. Into the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to. Highs and lows, and then you had to deal with the weirdest aspect of fighting, which is that the people who judge the fights don't know what they're watching. Yeah. Um, but no, yes, yeah, exactly. Stan. I think I have good. Uh, Very good insight. To, you know, because I know how to win. I know how, to, you know, I know. It's like fighters should be judges, right? But then oh, again, yeah. it's, like, it's like it makes sense for that. But then you think of it like, well, how do we know? Which fighters are this guy's friends? You know what right. I mean? That, that's, that's the weird gray area. I, I, you know what? The thing is, is like I personally love sport and competition. Yeah. Like, boom, you're my boy. But if you got your fucking face pounded in, sorry, dude. Like, you're yes. scoring at twenty nine, twenty eight. Yeah. You gotta go, instead you of thirty. Go, instead of thirty. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But that's not changing my vote, though. Like he definitely lost Actually, that third no. round. Nah, he landed I mean, that right hand. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Draw. I wouldn't do that. Dennis, like I would call a spade and, a spade. And Dennis Bermudez scores the fight. Twenty-eight, twenty-eight. This fight's a majority decision. No, no. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I also think there should be more judges. Yeah, more judges, and they should be fighters, yeah. or they should be at least to be trained. Part of your job should be to watch fights. Now, on the same, I've said this before. Kyle Sinera, I I heard this from Kyle Sermonero. Was like. Who better to call a fight than than someone doesn't know what fighting is? But who if, won that but fight? If that's the case, it shouldn't be ten nine rounds. It should be the end of the end of the fight, like pride rules. Okay. Like fight mentality, like okay. street fight mentality. Okay. You know I agree. I, mean? I agree. Because ten yeah. nine rounds, if you don't know what you're watching, you go, um, yeah, the guy yeah. I like more. Yeah, you know, the guy well, I like hey, more. At the, at the end of the round, right? I bet you, so many times these judges are fucking confused, like. I don't really know, and they just kind of lean one way. Like, ah, this guy ended the round strong. I'll go this yeah. way. You know? So here's one thing I was told. I forget who told this to me, but I was like, holy shit, is that the the judges are human beings. Oh, wow. Right? So <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, psychology, like psychological things, you know? Win the first minute of every round and win the last minute of every round – you yeah. can win two minutes of every round, and you'll win every round. Yep. What they remember. And even right. something we've talked about with the alpha male guys, and I know it's huge in boxing, yeah. is after the round, no matter how the round went, throw your hand up and stare at the guy. Because then it looks yeah. like, oh, he's inserting dominance. I remember, whooping, I remember whooping all those motherfuckers' asses, and then throwing their hands up. I'm like, dude, you just got your asshole. Put your fucking hands down. Yeah. And then they won. I was like, the impressionable judge asshole. was like, that guy won. You know, the guy who wasn't really watching. You stole the fight from me because you went, like, with your black eyes and your fucked up face. Yeah, Yeah, that shit makes an impression. They see it, you know? So that's that's another thing you could put in there. I mean, you could talk about a ton of shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, Kelleher, we definitely got to get you in studio. Before we let you go, we'll get your take on this one. Fight in your division. It looks like they're skipping who I think should be Aljamain. It looks like they're going to skip Aljamain. They're going to do Aldo versus Cejudo. Really? Yeah. This shit is getting crazy, man. Who's got more followers? That's that's the thing. Al oh, Aldo's yeah. got millions, I know. I'm sure. Yeah. That's what it, it is. It just devalues like the whole like becoming a champion because like it can just get overthrown by you know who's a bigger name in the end. Like Aldo's like on a losing streak. You know, I I thought he beat Mariah's barely. Me too. But, barely, but, uh, barely. Yeah, barely. You know, it, it wasn't a robbery either which way, but. It's just crazy that that's the route that they're actually going to go just because Cejudo wants that fight, you know? Like, defend the belt against the real number one contender. Like, what's the point to get there? You know how hard it is? It's so hard to get a title shot in the UFC now because you got to take risks. Now now Al Jermaine and Peter Young probably got to fight and take another risk to lose their spot, you know? Yeah, and even that, like Al Jermaine, I guess he had the wrist injury, but he's just getting caught in the line. They were going to have Dominic Cruz cut him. If Uriah, yeah. if Uriah Faber won that fight against um, yeah. Peter Yan, yeah, he was going to cut him. That's another thing, Dominic Cruz, bro. Like, what's going to happen if, you know, Aldo or whatever, Cejudo wins and Cruz comes back and they do him next? You know? I love Dominic Cruz, but he hasn't fought since 2016. Yeah. And he That's was about, to, he would be getting a title shot if he was ready to go right now. But yeah. he wasn't. So how do you see that fight going? You th I, obviously, you're going to lean towards Henry, at least I am. Yeah, I lean Henry. I feel like just more well-roundedness, you know what I if, mean? If Aldo still had those leg kicks. Yeah, I was going to say that. He, like, doesn't throw them anymore. I wonder if someone knows why, you know? I yeah. think he broke his foot or fucked his foot up on a motorcycle, and ever since then it seems like he stopped a little bit. Yeah, someone mentioned that. I wonder if that's what it is because he just didn't throw any against Mariah's, and it was there, too. He's moving into it. Oh, yeah. And then I, something I've always seen that I do enjoy, I've watched a few of them, the boom breakdowns. Yeah, baby. We got to get more active on those. I take breaks because I got the fight coming up, but I'm going to get back to those soon. Yep. Well, we need a boom breakdown on the mess, then, man. Well, even <laughs> I was going to say you can hit us with a quick breakdown. We'll just – it's not the biggest heavy card, so let's just get um, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Michael Chiesa. How do you see that one going? Uh, I give the striking advantage to Dos Anjos. Uh, I think, you know, he's got better Muay Thai and stuff like that. Uh, Kiesa's like, he, he's, you know, they're both 4 to 55 before too. So no crazy size discrepancy. Um, I think Kiesa has an advantage on the ground, but I think Dos Anjos is good enough to avoid. Yeah, he's I, a black belt. I, yeah, I black lean, towards, lean towards Dos Anjos. Probably a decision. I think he'll outstrike him. Man, that's how you see that one going. Man. I almost want to see how many f fights they've each had. Total? Yeah. Dos Anjos has more, definitely. Because, like, we yeah, just had on my, my, you know, we had on Ryan Parsons, and, like, each fighter only has so many rounds in them. Who are you saying might be done with the rounds? Dos Anjos? I mean, if anything. Well, Kiesa just, just crushed Condit. Yeah, that's fucking Which, the same thing. Like, Condit probably ran out of rounds. Yes. I think also Kiesa at 170 is coming into his own a little bit. Uh, Dos Anjos has lost three of his last four. Yeah, which, and and boom. Like, I've been there. You've been in the, that. Like, that fucks with you. Like, can I can I win again? Yeah, yeah. Sure, they've been close, but, like, can I win again? I'm going Kiesa on that one. 
I think he has Same. is coming into his own at welterweight, and I think he. One, one thing about Dos Anjos is he shows like great wrestling defense because he fought like Colby and uh, who thought, did he? He fought Usman or no? He fought Usman. Yeah, Man, he, he that lost is Usman. So, that's such a because I've sparred Dos Anjos and I was like, am I gonna die? Right now, with, yeah. with with shin pads on, 16s on, and headgear, like I question. I was like, man, this guy. But that was when he was on his tear. Yes. When he was like about before, to be about before to be he became champion. champion. Yeah. I called that. Damn. Um. But since then, like we talked about the rounds, like. And so the main event of this UFC Raleigh card: Curtis Blades versus Junior Dos Santos. I'm going Curtis. We've had him on yeah. the show. Do we have Dos yeah, Anjos? We've had both of them on the show. Yeah, we yeah. had Dos Anjos on the show. Yeah. Who you got there? The one thing Dos Anjos has really good takedown defense too. He's hard Hang to on, Dos Anjos wants to do a professional boxing match. But just like the rounds, how many rounds Dos Anjos might be out of rounds? I said that last time yeah. he fought, and I lost bad. Yeah. This bad. is heavyweight too. You know what I mean? Like you got actually, you got more rounds at heavyweight. It's weird. Yeah. You Blades get hit harder. Around. He got fucked up last time by Nagano. I know, but just he's forty something years old. Who? No, Junior's still young. How old? Junior is thirty-five. Like, when like he, when it uh, when it comes to weight cutting, like you wish you were a heavyweight, right? Yeah. But then when you see Francis Ngannou, you're like, I'm so blessed to not be a heavyweight. I'm, you know what? We had more of a thing with Curtis, but I'm gonna go. What do you mean? We hung out with Dos Anjos in Florida. No, I'm going Dos Anjos. Yeah. Oh, right, well, how did we have more of a thing with Curtis? Did I we? Just, I think we had him on earlier in our. Yeah, we did, but we broke out more with, what's his name? Yeah, I'm Dos going. Anjos. I'm going that way. That's a He's tough. He's such pick. a nice guy too. He is. It's almost like I want to pick Dos Anjos just because we've met him, we've had him on the show, and super cool. But I think Curtis grinds him out there. Oh, with the wrestling aspect. Yeah, and even the ground and pound. It seems like Curtis has come into his own where first he was wrestle-fucking people, but now he realized, like, nah, I'm going to beat the shit out of people while I wrestle-fuck him. Yeah. yeah, now he's mauling people with ground and pound. That's what I was thinking, too. If he can get him down, he's trouble, man. That's like my heart is Dos Anjos, my head is Curtis Blades. It's wild. Yeah, you know how it is. I got peace so bad. So do I. <laughs> so we'll take turns. You go first, and then we'll we'll send Boom off. So, what do you want to see next for you, Brian? You know, um, it actually all works out. Perfect timing. I want to get on that April 18th card in Brooklyn. That's like, you know, a three-month time span. That would that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, and that's even what I tweeted you today. You think maybe O'Malley? O'Malley, I that's, think, is going to fight end of February. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a little risky of a call-out, you know? I, I wanted to call him out, like, on the mic after the fight and make an explosion, but, like, I kind of figured, like, it might be a waste of a call-out because you just never know. You know, he might get injured, something, whatever. Uh, but he might be able to turn around quick, so you might as well shoot your shot. Yeah, his fight was tentative, uh, not official, but now he just got cleared by yeah. Nevada because yeah, of yeah. Osterin in his system. Yeah, so he's fighting February, you know, a couple months later. It depends if he wants to stay active. If not, I really don't care because, like, right now, it's just about getting back to my winning ways, you know, get a good streak going because uh, it's really, like, I'm not in a position to, like, pick and choose at this point. Oh, yeah. And I know you also are sponsored by Turp House, right? Yeah, yeah. I got Turp House, my CBD sponsor. Oh, yeah. We're, we have uh, Turp House as a sponsor as well. Now, you just on the CBD spectrum or are you dabbling in the THC? You know, I dabble here and there. I brought a little treat home from Vegas on accident, you know. On accident. I like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Left it in my pants pocket, you yeah. know? Hi- hypothetically brought home a treat. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. So here, Menace will grab it for a moment. I'm going to use the restroom. This is how we do things uh, here at Menace and the Man. Hey, it's working professional right there. Smooth. Rotation. Um, <laughs> so, boom. Music. You love music. Yeah, I like to write. I like to rap a little, sing a little, you know. What's... I guess, I mean, what got you, you know, what made you decide, hey, I like this a lot? Yeah, you know, uh, it stems from my, it comes from my family heritage pretty much. Like my grandpa played trumpet his whole life. Uh, my dad is like played in a band. Like that's how my mom and dad met. He was playing in a band at like bars and shit, like cover songs. He plays guitar and sings himself. And like he writes songs as well. And he does like music. All, he, like my basement has like, all different like instruments and shit. And uh, so like I was always around it, you know. And so growing up, like I had that feel for music. It was just natural to get into it. And then for me, I just always was connected to music where like some people don't feel it as much, but I'm like, I get chills, you know, with certain songs. So yeah. like, I just got into music. It touches me, you know, when I train certain songs will like give me that, like that energy. So uh, I started writing and just getting creative with it. And uh, I fell in love with it. What is your walkout song and why? Uh, my, my walkout song, this fight was Sacrifices by Big Sean. Uh, just to remind myself of like all the sacrifices I made, you know, throughout the, the years. Do you always come at that song? No, I switch it up usually like based off of like how I'm feeling, like leading up to the fight. I'll change it. Sometimes I'll do the same song, but this one I didn't come out to last song, last fight. Okay. Like me, like superstitious wise, like. Yeah. The song that I won to last, I'll keep coming. Like so, like I came out to uh, "Ambition" by Wale for like seven fights straight because I kept winning. Yeah, that's like, a man, good one. Let me, you know, keep I think that's a song that stood up, like stood for me. You know, I gotta make my own walkout song. That's I was. That's what I was gonna say. When you when you fight for the title, you're gonna be like Dana. I'm wrapping myself out to the octagon. Yeah, Where, deal I mean, with it. do you have your music um, somewhere that people can find? Like, you know what it is? Are you on Spotify, a, YouTube? I have a couple songs on Spotify. I've just been slacking on like the process. I right. have like twelve. I have like twelve or thirteen songs officially like produced, but I have to upload them onto Spotify. Can we get? A well, song on Menace the Man I was gonna, yeah. right now. Like, can no, you not put now. a beat on? No, I want one. What do you mean, not he, now? He's all, if he wants to, yeah, I was going to say. He's well, all I mean, stuff he, he could say, hey, Dennis, go. suggested and shit. I can't be singing right now. But here's what I was going to say. We had Menace's uh, boy, Anthony, from where he works now, PSEG on the show one time, spitting horrible, horrible bars. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. that we were just like, oh, my God. So we yeah, need Boom funny. to come in. And we're going we're gonna to chop it up, and we're going to be like Tyre Woodley challenge. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's the thing. Like, freestyle's rough, but I could, like, something I wrote already. I can well, no, that's what I'm saying. Do you have something that's already written, or can you play us something that isn't on the internet that we can be like, you get it first here? I, I have a song on Spotify. I don't know if you can find it. It's like Champ Shit Only. It's for to- Tony Ferguson right there. Ooh, I like that. Uh, there's that one. There's a couple on there. I forget the names, but, uh, I have like I have like multiple songs. Or can you give head. us like a bar, one bar, <laughs> one bar? Man. Like I know you're like you know jacked can up. Can I go? Can I go off the screen? Because they're yes. in my notes in my phone. Yep. Yeah. 
Of course okay, you can. Okay, hold on. Hold on, let me see what I got in here. Of course here. you can. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear me sniffling? Yeah, and, 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 and that's in the, the, you know, we're going to put that hey, as a side note. You, like, you, yo, man, my man's jacked up. Well, listen, you got you to gotta, you gotta edit out, like, the thousand sniffles I did during this thing. No. I got a deviated septum and a sinus fucking thing going on right now. <laughs> Oh. All right, here I got I got bars for you. Right okay, here. okay, okay. All right, ready? Do you need like a beat, or you're just gonna go acapella? No, I'll go acapella on this. Okay, one. okay. Purposes and purpose. If you're looking for the purses, it's the price you pay to purchase. Fucking demons and their curses. Fight them off. This is only business, man. I write them off. You don't have to listen to them. I the boss. You can change it. All you need is courage that explains it. Nothing on the side that's for my main chick. Stop complaining. I like it. That's a little bars for you, and I'm I like back. It. I like it. What was that, like 12 there, or is that a 16? I don't know. I, I didn't know the count on it. I just stopped where, where it was done, like where I wrote. Bro, so let's work up. Maybe we'll have you make an intro. People keep commenting on our shows. We need an intro song for Menace and the Man. Ooh. So. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Wow. Is, there, is there like a theme? Is there a theme you want? Or? Like Stan's fat, out of shape. Just menace, uh, just menace like, and the man. I'm a, a has been. Just menace <laughs> and the man. So, so talking shit about you guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll take that actually. Talking shit about us would be actually pretty funny. <laughs> we listen yeah, to like, Brian, are you, you fucking serious with this? Yeah, you, can you fucking serious. feel that way about me? It's man? like uh, Ch Chael Sonnen has intro songs and exit songs about how great he is, but we'll have songs about how shitty we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit's funny, man. I mean, if we're being honest, it should I'm be down. about how awesome I am and how... Much you're not awesome. Oh come on now, some people. <laughs> now nah, I'll go down with you. Yeah, I, th we'll you know, I think we need. I didn't think we need best of both. Like yeah, we'll, we'll throw menace in the man. Menace was the man. Now he's chilling with the man. Yeah, Stan, he's fat. He doesn't gotta give be, a care. He'll bang your girlfriend. He it, doesn't it's care. It's gotta be short though, because it's gonna be the intro. But the menace yeah. is a can. <laughs> no. We almost need like a 10 second short intro, and then yeah. we could have the outro be however long you want to do it. The credits. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a quick verse intro like, with. Menace awesome. the man. Dennis was a has band. <laughs> Stan is having trouble sitting, fitting in his waistband. Yep. There you go. That's uh, wordplay right thank there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then you could be like extra large shirts. Now he's on the double XL. You know, come up with some fucking wordplay like that. Yeah. All right. I'll get writing. Awesome. You're the man, Kelleher. Thank you for the time. Next time in, you're sitting here. I'm like this. Yeah, bro, we're down. I'm yeah. fucking standing the man's sandwich, baby. What's the yeah. next big card? Um, the John Jones Dominic Reyes card. So uh, for the week, February fifteenth, right? February eighth. Oh, eighth, eighth. Yeah. So maybe right. next week or that week, let's get you in here to do a boom breakdown with us. Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's break down the fights. That'd be cool. Yeah, you're not far. We're right over in West Babylon. All right. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I'm down, man. All right, boom, you're the man. Thank you for the time. Thanks for having me, guys. Boom, baby. You Talk know, Hey, you know my number. We'll keep in touch. Whatever you need, let me know. I'll text you, man. Trading, you. talking, whatever. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yep, you're the man. Take it easy, right, brother. Peace. Have a good one. So what do you have, your ride coming here? I'm in, in time. I think I got like eight minutes. Perfect. We're going to do an eight-minute interview with Gilbert Burns. Or does that upset you? No, it's fine. If he picks up, usually we play that little phone tag game Ooh. with Gilbert. Ooh.
usually when he comes on, you go, Dorino. Oh, do I? You do. But like I said, usually he's uh, a two or three, and then we get him. Yeah, I got to go pay for my uh, hood. What hood? I bought a new hood for my truck, dude. Oh, for your truck? Yep. Okay. Where are you going? Petrol work? Nope. Where is it? Around the corner. I don't know the name of it. Maybe 495 Motors or something. Oh, that place? I've heard of it. Yeah. How come not Mo? Mo don't handle that? Um, Just my lady's brother owns it and like he hooked it up. Oh, there you go. Now Gilbert's ready. He just tried calling me. Your lady's brother hooked it up? He worked, you know, he owns it, I think. I oh, think that's okay. the name of the Okay. <coughs> so, yeah, let's see if Gilbert wants to grab it. There he is. Oh, Dorino! <laughs> if you go long ways, Gilbert, you get both of us. You feel what? Go long ways with your phone. You yep, there you go. Who'd we have on that was saying that Gilbert is a better grappler than Maya? His boy, Vicente. Woo! Gilbert, you love this fight. That's why you asked for it. I don't, I don't even ask for it, to be honest. They Gilbert loves any fight. Yes. I was looking forward to fight last year. And uh, I guess after the the quintet, the, the when I when I grappled with Jake Shear Sakuraba, I think that took a little give a little I don't know, but I think uh, that motivated the UFC a little bit. Sean Shelby and Dana they were there watching, and I think after that fight they okay that would be interesting that guy against them and mine. So two days after that, the day that Kamaru fought Kobe, they offered me the fight. And it still got a little weird because a little bit before that, uh, I was talking to Daniel and we were kind of uh, working to get a session together. I was in the UFC, Brazil, and Jacare fought the main event. We were talking, uh, he was he sit down by my side, we were talking, having a drink. But I never realized he never trained. It, it, was, it was even good that we never trained yet. So they offered the fight, I took it. That was going to be one of my questions. Have you and him ever shared the mat together, but no? No, I think we did the match one time together, but I think it was 2007. But, uh, yeah, it was a brown belt back then. He was a black belt. Like, we were on the same mat. I don't even think he remember. I do remember. But, yeah, we never trained. Now, after you beat Maya, are you going to text Ryan LaFlair like, hey, that's how it's done, like that. You saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying a lot for that fight. That fight, uh, we're trying a lot. I remember Ryan, I pushed Ryan, Ryan pushed me. Uh, that's why I was able to go three rounds more with uh, Alex Oliveira back then, the, the Brazilian cowboy. Yeah, I still, still, I still remember that camp from. from I think I think if Ryan fought Maya again in like two three months, he'd be able to beat him after that fight. That was that, that was just an off night for Ryan, I think. I think we 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 with that fight, I think we underestimated a little bit Daniel's wrestling. We didn't 
thought he killed Jake and Ryan LaFleur. That one he beat a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, he surprised Ryan. Ryan was just an, an off night. Yeah. He beat Jake. What the fuck was that? I think he was getting a call. Ah. So what did we catch you in the middle of? You about to go train? No, I'm just I'm just done with the morning session. Uh, now I'm just resting a little bit. My wife in uh, in Portugal for the Jiu-Jitsu European, and uh, I'm here with the kids. Kids are playing downstairs. <laughs> I'm just relaxing between session. I'm gonna get another session soon. How How old are your boys? Pedro is six and Joshua is seven. That's like an awesome age. Is like you don't really have to like entertain them. They could just play with each other. And you're like, all right, they're not gonna kill each other. They're not gonna break anything. They're fine. <laughs> I wish they fighting all the time. They just play the ball in the one of the neighbor's house, and they they were crying because the neighbor was in the house. And yeah. Everything. Every once in a while, you'd be like, hey, don't hit him that hard, and like. No, don't throw that ball or that object in the house. You're going to break a window or put a dent in the shit. They like that all the time. Fighting, 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 crazy. Now, are your kids Americanized or are they being raised Brazilian? Uh, That's a Brazilian house right here. But uh, Pedro is American. Uh, Pedro is Brazilian. He's born in Brazil. And Joshua is American. So they speak better English than Portuguese. Okay. And they they both do jujitsu, no? They both do jujitsu. They stop they back and forth, but they, they like to train. They 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 wrestle each other all day long. Uh, no gear or gear both. Both both. You know, they wrestle too a little bit. They do football. Nice. Oh yeah, the family of black belts. Your brother's fighting this weekend, right? Yes, I'm heading to to Riley tomorrow night to help my brother. He fight. Are you cornering him? Yes, I'm cornering you. Okay. Now, does he work out at, he trains at, with Henry and everyone in South Florida, too? He's training here with everybody. Uh, uh, awesome. I saw pictures the other day. You were doing some wrestling with the champ, Usman. Yeah, that was yesterday. Usman was leading the class. Yeah. Do the right thing. I was bored fighting the, in the battle to so Coach Greg Jones there. Now is his cast come off? I thought Usman was in a cast. No, I don't think he's in the cast anymore. Oh, so the cast is off. Yeah, he was grappling already. Yeah, I think he should take it easy a little bit, grappling. Awesome, Gilbert. We just wanted to get you on, touch base a little bit about that Maya fight, and just see how you're doing. We miss you. Yeah, we miss you, dude. I mean, I miss you guys too. I'm excited. Uh, Kenny Hart, as always, uh, excited with that fight. Trust uh, don't get over excited, you know. Gilbert, we're putting on our own promotion. Little fight, MMA, amateur, maybe a couple pros, maybe a couple grapple matches. Yeah. How much does the menace have to pay Dorino to grapple? To grapple? Yeah. You can DM me. We can. Yeah, I would DM you. No problem. No, not crazy. Nothing too crazy. But come on, bro. We, we could parlay it to some training. You know, you can sleep over my house, bring your whole family. You know? I, I think I passed that part a little bit. Come on, bro. We're going to. 
genitals up your nice. All right. I like it. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do the commentary while you're inside the cage choking somebody out. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, put some money in your pocket. Take your family in New York City. Come on, man. Don't Sleep over. Yeah, don't get kicked. Don't get punched. Like yeah. That. Yeah. So right after you choke Maya, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna TKO Maya. Actually, I don't. I don't think Maya's gonna be able to take you down. If you do get taken down, or you take him down, I think the guys just negate each other a little bit. I think you beat him up with the strikes. Yeah, we we worked him a lot of too. The thing is, I got a couple options to do in that fight. I can, I think I can stand up with him. I can take him down. I'll be, I think I'll be able to. You can say, God, take him down. I can scramble up. I can get on top. I, I think that's good options. Still working on strategies, see how I'm going to do, but I got a couple options that I'm, that I'm looking at. What blows my mind is you guys are the co-main event on that. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people talking. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I guess Oliveira could be a main event too, but in Brazil, him versus Kevin Lee versus yeah. you versus Maya. You and Maya are like national treasures in Brazil. Yeah, I think if, I don't know, I think the worldwide, like Kevin Lee has a good name, Charles Oliveira is very well rounded, but in Brazil, I think me and Ben are, are big right now, so I don't know. Just fight. Who gives a shit? Right? No, I'm going to fight anyway. First fight, last fight. Oh, 100%. And that's like a jiu-jitsu fan's dream fight right there. Yes. Like yes. You, you versus Gunnar Nelson was a jiu-jitsu fan's dream, and now we're going to get like the real jiu-jitsu guys right now. Yeah, that's the real. I'm excited. I'm excited. And uh, you're working hard to get that co-main event, main event spot like you here. I was just putting work, constantly working every day. I know. I a plan already, kind of what I'm gonna do. Working there with the coach, hands coming from Thailand on on Monday. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna talk. But yeah, we're very happy for this. Oh, for sure. And you know what happens when you beat Damian Maya, right? Back on the Menace the Man show. You come back on Menace and the Man show, but also you're in title talks at that point. 100% I'm back, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. The division's a little crazy. We got Tyron Woodley, we got uh, Liam Wagard, we got a couple guys there. RDA fighting this, this weekend. I don't know. We don't care about none of these guys. We care about Dorino. Me too, me too, but yeah, it, it, that's not on my control. My control is that fight. I'm going to do my best to perform my best. I'm going to work hard as always on this camp. And Let's go. I'm excited for March 14. After that, we'll see. But until March 14, I have a lot of work to do. I'm going to work extremely hard and smart to this fight and make sure I get my best performance. Awesome, my man. So we're going to slide into your DMs. We're going to try to set you up to at least even get you as a VIP. Maybe we get you in the cage choking somebody out, but we'll hit you off with the date, everything. So you guys got a date already or no? We got a tentative date, April 11th. Nice. Okay, and then a lot of guys, I, I'll be the matchmaker too. I, I, I can. I can oh, I, I'm sure you definitely got guys for me. We'll talk. All, all the fighters. Hey, give me a fight too. I want to grapple with you. Okay, we're working. We're gonna work. What? People are trying to grapple you? No, no, no. A lot of UFC guys from the gym, from from around the age. Hey, I want to grapple with you. Put me on the grappling match as well. Say, okay, no problem. So I know a lot of UFC fighters that they want to grapple. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, you're, you're our new matchmaker, Gilbert. We love that. I like that. So, yeah, April 11th, we're calling it the New York Combat Championship. 
and we'd love to have Gilbert Burns there. So we'll talk, we'll be in touch. We're gonna slide in those DMs. Let's go, let's go. I'm excited. Shake and bake. All right, Gilbert. We don't want to keep you too long. Menace is about to go run. Menace just, uh, he passed his CDL license, so he could drive big trucks now. Yep. He wants to go celebrate. Yep. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Working man now, you know? That's it. That's it. All right, Gilbert. We appreciate the time. We'll get you back on again soon after you choke Damien out. And we'll definitely figure it out. We'll get you in New York grappling in April. Show. The one, the one with the slap. Ooh, maybe we'll get you in a combat jiu-jitsu match where you can slap people. That knee right on flesh. Against me. Yeah. Or we'll set up a tag team jiu-jitsu match. You yeah. and Menace could be a team. Yeah. Tag team. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got some things in the work. In the works. I like that. I like Very that. good. Very good. And I have a couple of guys. They'll be matchmaking everybody. Everybody wants to fight. They talk to me. We do the matchmaking show. Awesome. Good fight to your brother this weekend. Thank you, brother. And we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully you smash Maya and you come back on with that W. Right. Peace out, Gilbert. Okay, guys. Thank you. Talk to you soon, brother. Bye. Good show today, Stan. Great show. There were points when I was like, man, I want to get to Gilbert. And you were like, no, no, no. Kill her. I didn't say I want to get to Gilbert. You were like, kill her. Let's start rapping. Oh, That's yeah. going. We got to come up with the red light. You know what I mean? Right. But episode 62, the only thing we didn't cover was Conor McGregor. Don't care. Don't care. Nope. Well, what would you think of that? You expected that, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, he's back. We talked about it a little bit. His, how he carried himself. He looked good. Looked amazing. He might come back with that old personality, but he's, he's always going to be a good fighter. Okay. I'll thank our sponsors, and then we'll get you out of here. All right, yeah. So, as always, we got to thank Home Interiors by Anthony Giramita. We always got to thank our friends at G Fuel. Menace had the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got my shaker, dude. Bro, we got $3 million worth of equipment here. Yeah, I was going to hold the shaker up and say Menace obviously had his G Fuel shaker the whole show. We had... I, I, I want to call him Salami Sal, but it's Sirloin Sal. Yep. We had Sirloin Sal drinking his G Fuel. Big shout out to our friends at G Fuel. We're gonna hook Jared Gord, uh, Jared Cannonier up with Who's some. Who's drinking this? Why is it empty? Sal, that motherfucker. Why is it not empty? Always got to send some love to our friends at Great South Bay Brewery. We're gonna work on that trivia night. Yep. And we're gonna use that trivia night as like a build up, a marketing okay. tool for our show. Okay. The law offices of Michael Postiglione, our friend Chris over at Dashing Dan's, and our friends at Turp House. Whoop whoop. I need uh, some gummies, some sleepy time gummies, Turp House. All right, we'll get on that. Yeah, when you were in the bathroom, I was talking to Kelleher about that terror like house, it. but I had to pee, so I just wasn't even, just yeah, had to run out. Yeah, but. you're wild. So episode 62, we'll see you guys next week. All right, well, see you later. Press end, Stan. Thank you for